girl. <laughs> Whoa. <coughs> me, 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 me. It's weird doing my silly bits when you're all in here. I got used to the just screaming alone in my house. I also don't want to see your silly bits. Well, <laughs> <coughs> they were the serious bits, though. <clears throat> yes. Okay, y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Drop. It's a sad day here in Creamtown. Our beloved Matt is dead. Is departing. <laughs> we love you. We miss you. And we we hope to see you again. Well, in, until that happens. We can at least sit in a room together one more time like a bunch of fucking maskless Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our podcast about the goddamn liberals. <laughs> Welcome to the... You thought Joe Rogan was bad as one? Yeah. Imagine four. Imagine Joe Rogan and Elon four Musk Rogan. in one room. Four Rogans in one pretty warm room. <laughs> um, no, we are we are back together as, as the Wrestle Boys uh, force because I... Well, not because. Because we're vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but Matt vaccinated all of us. He said he had yeah. some, yep. um, and he poked us with some needles. I woke up a week later, and here we are. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. I got here early. I had the needles. I stuck everyone, and now we're here. Uh, but yeah, because I'm I'm gonna be moving. I bought a house. I'm fucking crossing state lines, baby. Actually, I didn't. I'm financially dependent on my wife, technically. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick. And also, I sold my car yesterday, so I'm mobily dependent on, on them as well. Yep. Damn. But uh, yeah, we're going to fucking Salem, Oregon, Pacific Hell yeah. Northwest. I, I'm I'm very mad because you said my wife that you didn't say <laughs> my wife. Uh, my, me and that, my wife. Why get married if not? Yeah, I, I mean, that, that, I thought that was the whole reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And the whole reason for Gabe is uh, so he can divorce his wife and say ex-wife jokes. Yeah. Mm, yeah, mm, that's that's mm, the mm. dream. I still, but I think it's actually more fun to make ex-wife jokes when you're married. <laughs> like that's why, well, that's why the first one left me. I like I like when people call their wife their ex-girlfriend. I, I really think like it's that cute. too. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I um, um I, I make ex, I I make ex-wife jokes all the time, and then people are like, "Were you married?" I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For uh, for a long time, I'll just kind of keep the joke going. Yeah. But yeah, this is Genuine Wrestle Boys. Uh, that was the weirdest intro I think we've ever done. <laughs> I uh, doubt that. Well, we're not used. We had some like cold in- like just cold fucking opens before. We've yeah. done this for like a year now from our own domiciles. I know. Yeah, it's been like what fourteen months. Yeah. Yeah, and now we're just staring. I'm just. I keep looking at each of your mouths. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do it the whole time. Yeah. There's Stare obstructions in the way. It's not like we're just, <laughs> just. Thank you. We're just in the in our homes. All comfy. All comfy. I'm I mean, wearing shoes. Actually, this chair is better than my work chair. Yeah, I mean, actually, same. I like, yeah. I like the high, like office chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we're a p- professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Uh, we are in the Eavesdrop Podcast Studio in Eavesdrop HQ. Yeah, it's a gigantic room. Very comfy. Huge. It's massive. We're each sitting on our own couch. Yep. We've got. I, I'm in a bed. <laughs> tucked in <laughs> and it's just in the middle of the room it's weird i don't know what like they film here for eavesdrop what kind of podcast they're running these days there's visual podcasts i can smell i think that. it's just pornography yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can smell brett making homemade cookies in the other room <laughs> also somebody had, they're making homemade cum <laughs> <laughs> fake cum of course what, yeah. what was your recipe 
Uh, it's actually pretty simple. Two ingredients. Milk uh, first, and then add the Vaseline to taste. <laughs> to taste? <laughs> Why is that one to taste? You should add some honey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sweeten, how about, it, sweeten the deal. All right. If you want to try to improve on what's not broken, go well, ahead. Some local honey to help my allergies. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's get into the week, I guess. Oh, we man. Could. It was bloody and it was gutty. Yeah. Did we just start there? There's cardboard everywhere. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Cardboard cuts are no joke. <laughs> they suck ass. Oh, my God, yeah. That was like the bane of my last job working in warehouses. Yeah, let's just let's just get into it. I mean, it, it was probably the biggest thing that happened this week. Yeah. I mean, other than the return of Jimmy Uso, which I think is actually so fucking exciting. That yeah, I'm excited for that whole thing, mm, like yeah. the way it's kind of building. So yeah. maybe we should get this over with because yeah. there's probably going to be a few different takes, you know, plopping around. Oh, I got some takes on a lot of things that happened. We're going to plop our take right on this table and fucking see who's is better. I took, a, I plopped a couple things before I came here. Me too. That's why I was a little bit late. <laughs> Tight. Um, hold on. I need to pull something better up because this doesn't have the full card. I was also late mm-hmm. because if anyone, mostly just Bryson, who's I guess aware of every single thing we've ever said on this show, uh, I have. I just wanted to be known that legally I can move states now because I've made good on my promise to Esai about Pat McAfee, mm-hmm. uh, and I got him a big, big BL. That's true. Yeah, I mean that was months ago. I mean that was forever ago. Oh, but last I think, summer. <laughs> but I think about it daily. I did too. I don't like being. I don't like you know. I don't like owing. You know. You don't like being in debt. Yeah. Oh, and um, we're not gonna email about uh, like you, Bryson, about this or message you, but um, this is your invite to be on the show. You have to message us, but yeah. you have to hear it on here. Yeah. 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 You have to. Yeah. You're, you also kind of have to be on this show now because I think you're more dedicated than and we you are. are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, let's start. Blood and guts. Uh, Butt and guts. It was oh, basically, more like it, huh? More like it, huh? It's basically a, a pay-per-view on TV. Um, we got, it started with John Con- John Conks? Dude, John, John Connor. Connor. John Connor. <laughs> John Moxley and Eddie Kingston uh, beat Kenny Omega and MT Nagazawa. That was, I, I just, like, I don't care. He went so, the one thing that like, was so funny. About- also, why is he MT? Yeah, I know. I don't know. He's he's a mountain of a man. I don't know. I don't he's know. Not even. He's only he only lives in Mountain Standard Time. Mm. Oh, sick. It's from Montana. <laughs> yes. I. Th- what was mountain so funny Nux. though is like because that was the first match and there was hardly. We were watching. Katie and I were like, "Oh, there's hardly any commercial breaks." Oh man, it's gonna be like a, like a full pay per view. But it seems like for some reason they just handed all the commercial breaks over to the second, you know, half of the uh, the old shows, but. It's very strange. Yeah. It's very strange. Mm. But there was a lot of things that were weird about this show that we found out post-viewing. Yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, Marks and Kingston won because Kenny left Makazawa by himself because he's a jerk. Yeah. You don't give a fuck about Nakazawa. He's just his goon. He just he, holds his belt. Also, he even called him his goon, like, the previous week. He's like, you're not going to fight me. You're going to fight one of my goons. <laughs> That's actually tight. And then the goon came out. I yeah. want, I want, <laughs> I want goons, and I want to reference them as goons. Uh, fuck what was the goon Bill Irwin, I think. Uh, Steve's kid. S- yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, that was the the wrestler that played the '90s hockey wrestler, the goon. Oh, tight. Oh, Sean Astin. <laughs> no, Sean William Scott. Sean, oh yeah, <laughs> Sean <laughs> fucking. <Dude>. Tol- <laughs> imagine Sean Astin as Stifler. <laughs> Dude, just Rudy as Stifler. And imagine. Sh- Sean William Scott is fucking Sam from Sam. Lord, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Oh my god. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bro, I've never gone this far. 
uh, Frodo's mom. Dude, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was fine. Uh, we had uh, the first blood of the night, uh, Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall, because Cody has to upstage everyone. Uh, his This was it's what, in the business, they call some fortunate juice. This was like, you don't blade like on your eyebrow like that, like where it was. That would just be the dumbest thing because it's not going to be the best visual. Also, just get in your eyes. So I will say wasn't his fault. Oh, okay. I got some hard way. fucking thoughts about this match, though. Yeah. Spit them out. Okay, so. I was cooking. The The match itself <laughs> was actually pretty good. Um, I don't give a fuck about QT Marshall. I don't give a fuck about the factory or whatever they're called now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, it's like you have a bunch of geeks, and then you have, like, Anthony Agogo just hitting people in the gut, um, which is fine. I'm okay with that part of it. But, um. They did a bunch of like shitty like ref spots like where the ref just looks like an idiot because like Cody's gonna take his weight belt off and whip the motherfucker, mm-hmm. but the ref's like, no, you can't do that. But then QT Marshall just takes the fucking weight belt and just hits him with it in front of the ref who was just taking it away from Cody. So the ref looks like a geek. And then when Arn Anderson and was getting in the face of QT Marshall and then he punched him, that's a DQ. <laughs> yeah, that's two DQs right there. That should have happened, but the refs don't care. Yeah, because Cody matches just exist as their own. Entities that Cody could kind they, of they don't exist in the same universe. They like, really don't. The like, I was realizing that like this week, especially like the young, the elite universe and the Cody and like TNT Championship universe are they're totally separate. Like they do not exist in the same world. Like it, it they don't feel like the same product. What's actually what's funny about that too is I was just watching some stuff today about like the state of wrestling and whatnot and what's going on. Uh, and it seems like there there's speculation that there is genuine sort of like uh, you know maybe a little bit of heat between Cody and the rest of the elite group. Yeah, because they just don't appear together in anything and don't really hype each other on shit. But uh, so it's like I don't know if the distance is like one of these like we're fucking fooling you, Mark. It's a long term story, but it's really just lazy. I don't. It's just like shit that they'll just eventually get back around to. Yeah. Uh, or or if maybe there's. You know, maybe fucking Cody is like a total fucking egomaniac that we all kind of have been able to see since AEW started I and think, it's weirding everyone out. I think they're all egomaniacs, and, like, I think that they both want different things for the company. Mm-hmm. Where Cody, like, wants to be, like, an 80s Mid-South, like his dad. Mm-hmm. It's, like, his, like, an updated version of, like, what his dad was doing. And, like, Ric Flair and Barry Windham and all the people he loves, and that's why he's blonde and bleeds all the time and does a figure four. And then, like, the Young Bucks just want to, like, have a circle jerk with their friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, also, this is a moment where they could have, like, you, this is where you can make a sorry, make a group. And I know this was just the match to uh, apparently just get to the Anthony Agogo versus Cody match. But it's like, why does Cody need to win here? Like, legitimize this whole heel turn and this whole faction by having the leader of it win mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like and he can cheat to win it's fine he's a heel no one's expect it's a fucking wednesday night episode of dynamite no one's ex- like it doesn't have to be some sort of like oh this you know i don't know cody thinks every match he is is in is like the main event of whatever pay-per-view they're promoting but it's just like i don't know it, it takes away from it took away from kind of the the theme of the night being mm-hmm. this like blood and guts match uh but to be to be completely fair though I don't remember shit other than that Cody match and the blood and guts match. Yeah. But it seems like they they cuz they had recorded like the fir- like two thirds of the show with no audience and then like played it to them on big screens to get their uh, 
the only like live match was that blood and guts match i guess it's yeah, which but very strange. apparently five people have successfully gotten refunds from AEW, which is so awesome, because they, you know, that's not how it was advertised. It wasn't advertised as come watch one match and see other ones on a screen. Yeah, so people went there expecting this whole card to be live. One match, by the way, that's incredibly hard to see from a viewer in a in a stand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind yeah. of standpoint. So, yeah, five people have re- like requested refunds and got them from AEW for well, it. Especially like when like you're used to them like. When you go to a taping, like you're gonna get like sixty dark matches and like mm-hmm. forty eight extra dark matches and twelve after dark matches and you know thirteen semi dark, semi sweet <laughs> matches. <laughs> but instead, they just got Tony Schiavone and Kenny Omega talking, Kenny Omega talking shit to Orange Cassidy, and then a a really fucking bloody ass little match that people got really pissed off at. Yeah, um, it was a tale of two matches for me on that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It like, was, you mean the, most of the match and then the end? The, the two matches? <laughs> um, it's kind of like when they, it's like the first part of it, like as it was going, like, as we're just, we'll just get to blood and guts now. Okay. The pinnacle versus the inner circle. Are you sure you don't want to talk about Brett Baker versus Julia Hart? No. Okay. I, don't, okay. I really don't remember just it. I to make sure. <laughs> I don't. So does it, actually, no, let's talk about it. Do you guys remember that Britt Baker lost that match against Thunder Rosa, right? Right. And Thunder Rosa hasn't been seen. And Britt Baker like is the number one contender. And if you do what they told you to do at the beginning, the only thing that really matters is going to be the Wednesday show. It doesn't make any sense. No. It really doesn't. Oh, and then uh, we forgot the fucking tag match. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Okay. I just, we, I just, I just keep wanting to just like, go. Right? We just Yeah, it's the anticipation. So we had... Uh, it's jizzing. SoCal Uncensored versus uh, Jurassic Express versus the Varsity Blondes. Uh, versus the acclaimed. Okay, real quick, because I'm on a Brian Pillman kick because of Dark Side of the Ring. Mm-hmm. They were the Hollywood Blondes, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then the Varsity Blondes is Griff Garrison. Anyone? He's handsome. Who as the shit? fuck is Griff Garrison? He's handsome as goddamn. That's hell. A, that's up being the elite. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, he was. I forgot his name. Like his nickname was like the Varsity something. Oh, okay. Okay. The varsity Pretty Boy. I don't remember. It was. Okay. It wasn't that Varsity does, Griff. Big Varsity Griff. Does, but, does um, Lil Pillman do what his dad did, or is he just wear a mullet? Yeah, yeah, he, he <laughs> looks exactly like his dad. Yeah, yeah, but does he wrestle the same? Kind of. Okay, it's like okay. A, it'd be like an updated version. Okay. Um, his dad was a fucking like, especially like when he was young before the Humvee accident. Yeah. Uh, he was really fucking good. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, in Dark Side of the Ring, they were saying like, if he'd never gotten that accident, he there's potential. <sighs> It could have been The Rock, Austin, and Pillman. Um, maybe I think he may have gone too far mm-hmm. than like Rock or Austin as far as pushing the envelope. I mean, when he's like, you know, talking about I, I love, I remember this so because I watched this as a kid when he pulled out the gun and he's like, yeah, Austin three sixteen, you're gonna meet Pillman nine millimeter. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> First off, that rocks, but second off, like that was like a lot of him. Just pulling out a fucking gun. <laughs> just showing up to work with a gun. And fucking Kevin Kelly just there, like, his wife screaming. <laughs> uh, it was, Every, I, everyone out! They should have showed more of, like, when Austin was, like, at his house and, like, beating up, like, his quote-unquote friends that were outside trying to stop him. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was, like, a kiddie pool in one. He, like, beat up a guy and, like, threw him in the kiddie pool. <laughs> it was great. Tight. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, SoCal Uncensored won that match. They're gonna fight the Young Bucks and probably lose. Well, because if they right, the whole thing is if they lose, they split up. Mm-hmm. SCU yeah, is that's done. like their own stipulation. Yeah, yeah, it's like no one asked for that, and also like no one really wants that because I mean, do you really want that Kazarian singles run? No, no one. I mean, everyone's kind of. I mean, I'm not everyone. I'm. I'll speak for myself, but like uh, everyone, everyone. <laughs> thinks that this uh, Scorpio Sky singles run is kind of a, a like a, a shadow of a thought. Oh, I got some thoughts on that, too, but it's more funny, not necessarily mean. No, I yeah. don't mean to be mean. It's like he obviously, of the three, of SoCal Uncensored, uh, you know, it's Scorpio Sky who, who who should be the breakout single star. He's the youngest one. He's not even that young, but he's like the youngest one. Well, yeah, he's not <laughs> 85 years yeah. old like Christopher Daniels. So, But no one, yeah, no one really, I mean, a Christopher Daniels and then Frankie Kazarian singles run, I just don't imagine like, oh, I can't wait to see Darby Allen versus... Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian. Yeah. Um, so let's get into the weird stuff. So, so like, the uh, Kenny OC promo. I want to say something, okay. though, about okay. the SCU thing. So they've been doing the – like, they've been the number one contenders for, like, two months. Mm-hmm. It's just because of stuff on Dark. And so if you just watch Dynamite, like, they – it's like they're like, oh, they, they might break up and it's going to happen next week. Mm-hmm. Like, we've known about this for this week and last week. So mm-hmm. essentially two weeks on Dynamite. Like, this would seem like it's really fucking rushing this story. <laughs> yeah. Hold on real quick. Do all those buttons need to be pushed? The top ones? No, just the channels that we're on. Okay. So, like... One through four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, I meant oh, the, no, no, the that orange only ones. Only one can be. Okay, okay, cool. Sorry. Um, How funny it would be if we're just sitting here... T- I mean, just we don't record the, the, whole, the episode well, at all. Well, I wanted to address that before we got too deep no that's a uh, yeah that's <laughs> good. almost uh, just have to rip off the uh chew bubble gum and, and kick ass gimmick of their last episode of dylan sitting there for the first half hour going no brett is it recording can you check that is that is me right now and i just was listening to that a little bit so maybe that's part of it anyway um yes so cal uncensored that, that was it okay um yeah, so Orange Cassidy, Kenny Omega cut a promo because Orange Cassidy and Pac are going to fight. Uh, I told Isai this outside. Kenny Omega is great at structured promos. He puts Orange Cassidy over. Mm-hmm. He makes fun of his little shtick. Uh-huh. Uh, but I hate the way he speaks. Yeah. <laughs> what I... do you mean, Derek? <laughs> you don't like the way I speak? The way I sound uh, like... Uh, just the biggest nerd you've ever met in your life. I mean, he does. It yeah. did crack me up, though. I I did like the these glasses look better on Knack. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't. Hot no, boy Jim looks way better with them. He does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either match is gonna be good. I, I mean, that Orange Cassidy pack match. I want to know, I wanna is know be how Pack like is like a top <laughs> contender when he hasn't been there. Uh, well, that's the thing is like because he hasn't even been on Dark. <laughs> Either. He hasn't had any losses. He's just had a bunch of wins. He just hasn't been there. Yeah, I'm I'm turning real hard on these rankings because they don't make any sense. Well, and that was a thing. Kenny was just like these rankings do matter, and like it's like they don't. But like, they really don't. <laughs> uh, and especially because, and I'm glad that they do this, but especially because every year they just set the fucking clock back to zero for everybody. <laughs> so it's like okay, um, but the. I, you know, going into it, I, I thought it was good. I liked that Kenny was talking about how, like, we, let's just announce the the card for, du- you know, double or nothing. It's going to be Kenny versus Pac. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's the match everyone wants. That's the bluff everyone wants. Just completely dismissing Cassidy. And then by the end of the promo, it's like, I'm kind of feeling like Orange Cassidy is going to win that match now. 
and then he's gonna lose to Kenny. Like, what sucks is that he just kind of looked. He ended up looking like a geek. Yeah, because he just kind of stood there. Yeah, but yeah, I, I well, especially like going for a world title. Like I understand the shtick of Orange Cassidy. I've watched Orange Cassidy for fucking forever. Yeah, but like at some point, like have him like actually come up just a little bit. He's got to evolve somehow. Exactly. And I mean, he has. He's been wrestling a little more serious sometimes, but yeah. It's a little bit. He has an alien friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do like that. Uh, I I feel like knowing now what we know that they kind of filmed th- this in front of a live crowd, and it's kind of all the live crowd got. I get that now, where it's like, okay, show everyone the world champ, uh, hype up the match, you know, you know, give them a little something extra. I do understand that, but it it did feel super weird at the time. I was like not into it at all. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, one other thing, um, the acclaimed Max Caster, his rap gimmick is dog shit, but he called the young bucks, the young cucks and that rocks. Maybe I, I mean, I really don't know, but I'm thinking of like, as far as like rapping wrestlers, he's the one who actually seems to spend time like writing things that are actually kind of like, they're clever. They're clever enough to be like, that could have really hurt someone's feelings. (laughs) Like the, the Pillman one. (laughs) <laughs> he just mentioned Dark Side of the Ring, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's mentioned a couple things where I'm like, oh, I don't know. I always forget the other guy's name, but like, I'd rather just be him just yelling <laughs> in the background. Uh-huh. So, like, yeah, I, I agree that I don't, I don't see that. Like, I think I, I see the rapping thing wearing it's it wearing out its welcome, but yeah, as far as wrestlers who rap goes, it seems like he's he's genuinely putting time into what he's writing down. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Scorpio Sky's promo was kind of funny. Didn't necessarily make too much sense. Like it, he seemed kind of nerdy, but the funniest thing about that was Ethan Page looked like Scorpio Sky. I like, saw him walk into the building. Was like, dude, like what are you wearing? And like <laughs> took him shopping because he looked like, like the like the kid that like his buddy like. All right, we're gonna get you cool clothes now, and because he just like the way he was standing there like with the chain and like the mm. shirt and everything. Like Scorpio Sky picked out your clothes, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a. What was that? The was that when they threw fucking Darby Dobby. down the stairs. Yeah. I why did they think it was a good idea one to do that but also then to go to picture and picture of just Darby crying. Yo. <laughs> I was yo. like this, the doctor like, being like does this hurt like that's what we get well, in picture and picture well, How about this. And even when Excalibur was cutting to it he's like you don't want to miss our me- our medical team checking on our world Darby class Allen. medical staff. Yeah, it's like what? And then it's just Darby being like, oh, "Come check out Doc Samson looking at Darby Allen." And like he seemed so uncomfortable that he had to say that. I think they and I don't know how picture in picture stuff works. It generally restaurant goes restaurant quality, picture in picture. It, yeah, it generally to Big Joseph. I don't think this was re- as restaurant quality as maybe they had hyped it up because like generally it goes from you know. You know, bell to bell, you get the whole fucking little squ- screen of what's going on. They cut it off like halfway through yeah. the ads because it's like I don't think anyone wants to see Darby <laughs> just kind of sit there wincing in pain. Yeah, it was like poorly timed, and yeah. which is weird if this was pre-edited. I think that part was live. I think okay. I think that was also like a backstage thing at Daly's place that they did. I will say I did enjoy when Darby just fucking like Ralph Wiggin himself at him. Yeah, that was great. It's like it's like out of nowhere, just like Darby just flies in like an idiot and it was great. Yeah. I did like that. I th- I thought it was fun. I thought it was completely unnecessary to launch him I'm, down those I'm stairs. I'm excited to like, see that's your fucking champ. if um they go to Ethan Page and Darby because they had some wars. Like I liked Ethan Page's part of the promo. He's always a really good promo. Mm-hmm. Um 
talking about how he like they're like you wear the paint because I don't have to dent in your head, which he did. Like he legitimately broke his arm in a match in Evolve where he put him in a body bag and fucking slammed him. Jesus, put him in a body bag. Um, I there you was gotta a... need a body bag. <laughs> no what. Those big bones you never knew you had. Shout out, hit the lights. Shout out, um, Mark Andrews. You probably <laughs> like that part. Big fan. There's a, uh, there was when they were fighting. There was a part where I thought Ethan Page was gonna throw him over the balcony. So did I. Mm. <laughs> me too. I was like, he's gonna die. And I was like, I. It wouldn't surprise me. Like they could make that not. They could make that safe and look. They didn't dangerous. have enough cardboard for it. <laughs> yeah, they used their crash pad elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, Alistair Black went off, and Rey Mysterio went off yeah, the building. They flew yeah. off a fucking then, skyscraper. Then Alistair Black was stuck in a room for a long time. Yeah, at least he's still in there reading stories to us. Uh, <laughs> but hey, at least, he, at least they moved the camera from the old uh, Thunderdome to the new one. They finally like got him into the new one. Like, oh shit, we forgot Alistair back oh. back at the Amway Center. He's <laughs> probably really hungry and covered in his own filth. <laughs> you guys, guys left me in my room. Guys, who was giving me a ride? <laughs> So uh, we don't we don't want we don't want to fucking have him ride with us. Fuck that. <laughs> He's creepy. He keeps reading that out of this weird book. <laughs> All right, let's talk about it. Blood and guts. The pinnacle versus the inner circle. There was blood everywhere. There was blood. There were no guts. Mm-mm. I wish someone like I mean, I just watched Mortal Kombat, so I wish there was some like intestines. I did too. A little uh somebody getting disemboweled would have been nice. Yeah. Um, no, I, so like, that was the whole thing is it was a clusterfuck. It mm-hmm. was a, a really, in a way that was just like, this is the most WCW slash AEW thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, and all of that I was into, I, as they were kind of like doing the thing where everyone was, cause the, with war games, with blood and guts, whatever, it, um, war games, thank you. it's very strange that, you know, it's like the match doesn't officially begin until everyone's in. So it's kind of just like people beat the shit out of each other for nothing. I, I liked when Dax Harwood went for the pin, like, 30 seconds into it with Sammy Guevara just being like, you know, that instinct kind of a thing. Like, But when everyone finally got together in the ring and everyone separated and they just, like, charged at each other, I thought, you know, all right, this is pretty fun. Well, I went into this match being like, okay, I love war games. Uh, this is – If I had to say it right, you have to say it right. War games. Yeah. This is a group of eight people. We're still waiting for you to say it right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a group of uh, eight people that I care about, maybe four. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which four? Uh, the revival. Sean Spears. <laughs> you care about the revival still? Totally kind of. Blanchard. They're mm. good at what they do, and uh, Santana and Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got, I got three. <laughs> MJF, Santana, MJF. Ortiz, and Wardlow. MJF. Yeah, like that's Wardlow. another thing. I was like, who do I root for? I like Wardlow the most. Wardlow honestly kind of looked like a fucking powerhouse in this match. I, I was happy. They've for done a good job of protecting him. Well, I'd- from not looking like a geek. I don't. Maybe I was doing something else during this match, but I don't remember Hager in this match at all. I don't either. Him and Wardlow had like the like did some big guy stuff. Okay, um, some Haas hossing yeah, around. I went in. I was like, okay, maybe they'll impress me. They didn't. It, w- it, it was, was fine. They just it beat was... the living hell out of each other. Yeah, you know, which I guess is kind of all you can ask for. So I I liked the first part of the match. I thought it was good. Um, Sam Sammy Guevara is a really good baby face, mm-hmm. even though he has the most punchable face. <laughs> mm-hmm. But especially he's just he can take a hell of a beating. Um, but then the fucking ending. Oh my god. So like that is I, I do feel like you're right when you said there's two matches. It is like there's everything that happened in the cage, and then we got on top of the cage with MJF and Jericho, mm-hmm. and everything sort of changed. It got so convoluted. 
Um, and I'm not even talking necessarily about the bump of as why I'm mad. Yeah, yeah. It's you make the fucking baby faces look like the biggest fucking geeks. Mm-hmm. Well, like, okay, so MJF yeah. gets on there. He punches Jericho with his cool ring. And then he's just like, I'll push him off if you don't surrender. And it was so long. Yeah. That and was the problem. And it was like, okay. And then Sammy Guevara surrendered. And that was like, this is the dumbest finish for a match. Literally, like, the antithesis of what you're supposed to do when you're edging somebody. Yeah. Is to be like, let's build this tension. Let's build this tension. Let's build this tension. And then let's just kind of let it dwindle out. Yeah. And then he pushes him anyway. Yeah. But it's like, why not just end the match like that? Why not just end the match with him falling off? Why yeah. do you have to do the whole so, surrender thing? Be, so it's like they, they want you to like be like, oh, is he going to do it? But uh, Everyone already hates MJF. You yeah. don't need to make him more of a so heel. They, they made him look so dumb at that one shot. Like was like Jericho was dead forever. Mm-hmm. Like He was gone for a long time. Like He was like asking, like, oh, I'm going to do it. And it's like Jericho like should have come to at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or at least try to resist or whatever. But like having the baby faces, especially like like after this whole split and everything, just look like idiots. It's like you know this guy's a piece of shit. Like don't fucking like he's gonna fucking do it. Like get up. Like somebody get up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody try to help. Somebody like do anything. And says, "Be okay, we quit." Yeah, that's the the whole thing of like because I didn't. Well, get to it. I didn't hate the bump at the end. I thought people who wanted Jericho to what actually fucking knock his dome like. <laughs> Get it, get real. It's I like, don't think anybody wanted him to actually go like hurt. They should have shot it way better. Yeah, that, maybe it, put the crash pad a little lower <laughs> so it like. He well, pulled, also like the, the fake stage where it's like they're saying it's like oh the stage is concrete and it's like steel and it's like it's clearly cardboard. It's clearly like just like they plywood. They printed out some cardboard, like uh, some like stickers that have like the fucking like gate on it. And, like, <laughs> yeah, it is. But it was the yeah it it, it was like. When you get up on top of the thing, which I actually thought was cool, I like the the like the lid on top of War Games. That's pretty fun. Um, yeah, it's like the original War Games. The NXT one doesn't have it, but then also we got really cool bumps because of it, like the Adam Cole Tommaso Ciampa one, mm-hmm. where we got concerned Britt Baker, mm-hmm. and then also we got the double moonsault from Ricochet on that one. Mm. That one was so and sick. Pat McAfee oh, and Pat McAfee. I think there's like a real visceral thing that happens. I mean. When you know, anytime you see your own blood, there's some sort of reaction. Some people get really faint. I mean, it just depends on the situation. Some people get really jazzed up. And I think MJF was really lost in his own sauce up there of just being like, I'm bleeding. I'm going to give the camera a million different fucking shots to put on a goddamn t shirt. <laughs> and it just lost all feeling of like, we're in a match that's competitive and there's actual like winners and losers. It's like MJF is just like, you could see he just felt like the world's biggest heel up there, and like he was so proud of himself. And it's like it, the match was sacrificed because of it. I think. Yeah, yeah. There was um, I was listening to Lance Storm because um, he I, I I always like Lance, even if I don't. Um, agree He's a good with, mind, good mind for the business. Even yeah. if I don't agree with some of his takes, he always explains as to why he has them, mm-hmm. and they're usually it's good reasoning, and there may be differences of opinion how we see things, but he is never he's never a trash person. He's never has like garbage Cornette takes. Um, mm-hmm. Even though Cornette is very good on the dark side of the ring, that's where he just needs to stay. That's yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's like, oh yeah, I forget that I hate this dude. Yeah, it's like <laughs> someone just needs to deplatform him so we can just watch him in very curated sections. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was just like, you know, when he, when MJF is in the walls and then he hits the like hits a nut shot and then just have him like like at that point just shove Jericho off because that's surprise. You don't need the like fucking 
hour buildup. Well, I'm going to throw him off. That surprise would take away any people talking shit about, like, the actual bump itself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like, oh, my God, they just fucking did that. And then at that point, Sammy runs out and says, we surrender because he doesn't want Jericho to get hurt anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that brings up, like, super babyface, like, sympathy for fucking Sammy. Uh, and Jericho, just everybody there, like it brings them up, like oh shit, like have them be concerned. This is a really weird um, kind of comparison, but the Shawn Michaels angle back in the the '90s when he was like starting to kind of catch fire as a babyface, and he'd gotten beaten up by those Marines or whatever, and then they had the Soma match. was just wait, flying wait, through wait, wait, his wait. system. Wasn't he in one of the Marine movies? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Oh, oh like, shit! Like the, like, it was like the sixth one, huh? It was like yeah. the Marine six or seven, and like, the one with Becky Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he became one. Yeah, exactly. If you can't beat him, join him. But then he had a match with Owen Hart, and everything's going fine. Owen hits his insiguri, and then, like, in the middle of the match, like, then he collapses, and they're like, oh, no, it's, like, post-concussion syndrome. But the whole production shut down. Vince and Lawler are running there. Owen and uh, Cornette, who was his manager at the time, were, like, looking just super concerned, like, oh, no, what happened? But it was all fake. Oh. But that's how, like, it built so much sympathy and then also made – Owen Hart seemed like, oh my god, this guy's fucking vicious. Like, was that before or after Owen broke Steve's neck? Um, it was dropped him on that stack of dimes. It was yeah. before. Oh, okay, okay. But it's just like do something like that because like you then have Sammy not looking like a geek. You have then MJF just looking super despicable. But then like you can even almost have like a su- like a surprise look like MJF kind of can't believe he did it, but then like realizes he just fucking went there and he like loves it. Uh-huh. Gets the shot of him like soaking it in, and like I can even see the camera shot in my head. Like you can see like Jericho laying there, and you're filming it from the stage, looking up at the cage, and there's just MJF just like soaking that all in. There's everybody else concerned with the EMTs. They're getting him on the fucking board, and it's like that would have been a fucking cool shot. Would have taken a lot of heat away from the. Bullshit like cardboard and everything, which is again, I'm glad they took care of the 50 year old Jericho, mm-hmm. but it's like just shoot it better, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that that could have taken that whole thing away, and mm-hmm. it would have been great. I that I mean, that would have been like a thousand times better than what we got. And it is all coming off of the heels of that exploding barbed wire death match, which also it's like AEW is the worst perpetrator of building up or or even not even building up but enabling build up of unrealistic expectations of these big fucking ideas. Like, they're going to have a blood and guts match, they're going to have an exploding barbed wire death match. It's going, like, realistically, it was always going to look fucking corny mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff, but it was never, but it's always built up to be like, you don't want to miss this, it's going to be the best thing you've ever seen in professional wrestling. And even if they're not the ones directly saying it, which usually they are, they are more than happy to let people go off on it and mm. not tamper expectations. Yeah. And then that we get these things where it's like, oh, that was kind of a wet fart. Yeah. Like I don't think War Game, <clears throat> War Games, War Games has ever been a wet fart. No, not the uh, not NXT, NXT ones. Not under, yeah. not under uh, Triple H. We're talking about uh, War Games. I think there was some in the late nineties. Uh, I was gonna say War Games two thousand. That's the one. <laughs> the one where uh, Vince Russo technically won um, by getting speared, speared out, out of the cage. <laughs> um, but yeah, another thing with this is like. Chris Jericho hasn't been a babyface for what ten years. He oscillates. I mean, I feel like he at this point he could, like, he could successfully do some big show shit. Where like one week he's bad, one week he's fine. I'm I'm really curious to see what he looks like as a babyface in AEW. I do too. I'm 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 interested to see if the inner circle can successfully be babyfaces. Just because as human beings, I mean, <laughs> Santana Ortiz 
probably I mean I have nothing I don't know anything bad against them. Yeah, but there has been you know plenty against Sammy. There's been plenty against Jericho. Plenty against Hager. It's yeah. Like, mm. At a certain point, I just don't want to root for them. But I also understand that we that opinion represents a small viewership of AEW. Yeah. But. It's it'll be because like Jericho has always reinvented himself. He's always been good at that. But he's been this character since he was in Japan. He's been this guy. Yeah, and when he it, that guy transferred to AEW, at least in my head. Yeah, I mean he he left like the the like weird Joker makeup there, but it's <laughs> it's the same, it's the same attitude. I mean he kind of went from like the pain maker to being like kind of like a like almost like um, a parody of himself. It mm-hmm. seems like a mm-hmm. the Judas in his mind. Yeah, mm. <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah. Also, him having a bat and Sting having a bat. We don't need that many bats. Too many bats. Yeah, too many there, bats. There's too many things that are very similar on that show. <laughs> yeah. And apparently they've uh, Jericho has actually realized this, and he, he said himself like on one of his many platforms he has <laughs> that um, it's like he like is like kind of like an advisor about that stuff now. It's because it's like they'd have like this group's breaking up and this group's breaking up, but uh, all like segment after segment mm-hmm. because everybody's just very concerned about their own stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you're getting like th- mm-hmm. three of the same angles on an episode of Dynamite. He yeah. Just cancels any Cody match before like a main event that <laughs> needs blood. Honestly, I feel like Cody does just, there just needs to be somebody who takes all of Cody's ideas and just filters them into something that's going to be more manageable. Yeah. Sometimes having got a goddamn is a money good mark idea. though running the company. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I don't know. I that's the thing. Like, I I feel like there's some unjust. Like, I I don't know how many people out there actually are complaining at. Like you're saying, I don't think there's that many people out there actually complaining that Jericho was taken care of and not injured. It was just the presentation mm-hmm. was so such a letdown. Well, it's like the, the uh, let's just say the big Shane McMahon fall against Steve Blackman. He fell into some crash pads and a big old thing. But it was like this big setup where you don't see it all. And the big visual you get is Steve Blackman hitting him with the cane and then Shane legitimately jumping off. And mm-hmm. and like I was saying earlier, this the last half of this show was was really backloaded with fucking uh, restaurant quality picture and picture breaks. Well, yeah. That like, fucking, they I, cut to the commercial ugh. and the ring was taken apart. When they came back, the ring was taken apart. And all of this, I had hate thing, picture had in things, picture. You had things like Excalibur being like, "We promise this is the last one." And it's just like, so you guys admit that this is like too many. awkward as fuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. like sponsor, like have a, like a sponsored thing. It's like they this fucking last hour brought to you commercial free by fucking Manscaped. Manscaped, <laughs> shave <laughs> your balls. If they ever do this again, I it, it needs to be its own pay per view because the commercial breaks are gonna suck energy out of anything. Hey, Excalibur, you want to see how I get my dick hard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they keep like trying to like. Put these pay-per-view quality things on free TV because they're they're scrapping for like viewership and stuff. But like, some things just need to be pay-per-view. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, and so, something that needs to be pay-per-view. They got a million. They got a they million viewers. It. But but again, but what did those million viewers see was a qual as a, was a product that isn't maybe indicative of of how cool they thought this match was going to be in their heads. Yeah, I think I think they that they they do that just so much. Like they have an idea like in our like in their heads, it's probably really cool, and then like they. They just they miss on like big things of execution that um, other companies, not even necessarily just WWE or NXT, um, they can usually hit. Like New Japan, like when something's supposed to be big, it's fucking big. Mm-hmm. And like like when they had like you know the big fucking like 
uh, final match, like with Okada and Omega. It's like, and that felt big, and it delivered. Like they deliver every time on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Evil winning the championship. Yeah, evil winning the title. <laughs> mm-hmm. Will Ospreay's the champion. God. No, I mean, Ring of Honor's been uh, notoriously bad at that, and so is Impact. Like at kind of doing the same thing, and they're falling into those same traps. I have like the WCW. It's like, oh, we got something real cool. As Tony Schiavone used to say, what might be the biggest night in the history of our sport? Um, <laughs> and then it's like it never is. Yeah. You, you got just deliver on it. Like just fucking or don't do it. Mm-hmm. Fucking just maybe tone down the idea just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That's why like Vince Russo, like everybody thought he was a genius because he had a filter. Part of it was Jim Cornette, who understands wrestling, mm-hmm. especially like Memphis style. Like he can. M- Make the sports entertainment that Russo got and turn it into wrestling, which then when it got to Vince and Vince at that time was running on all cylinders and knew I got to go with Austin. Um, it all made sense mm-hmm. and it all fucking worked because the performers also were all really good. Mm-hmm. And it led to the greatest rivalry in professional wrestling, which is Jim Cornette versus Vince Russo, two deplorable <laughs> people who I, I just love that every time that, that comes up. I love that Vince Russo just wants Jim Cornette to stop, and Jim Cornette insists that he will fucking live a day longer so he can piss on his grave. I wish Jim Cornette didn't have a podcast. I wish he didn't talk about like current wrestling. I wish he didn't have takes on anything. I just want him to tell stories about back in the day. Yeah, I mean, that's all. I just want him to do shoot interviews and do like Dark Side of the Ring stuff. Yeah. Because on there, it's like, you're like, oh, yeah, this guy fucking does know a lot. And he's very knowledgeable about wrestling and its history and why things work. Uh-huh. He also keeps a couple, like, a couple things held back. And you know he does to kind of give, like, that little wink and nudge and everything. It's like, like I'm not going to give away all the secrets. He's a true mm-hmm. old school uh, guy in that. And I enjoy Te- typically typically means you're kind of an awful person. I yeah. mean, <laughs> and I kind of been like I enjoy yeah. him on Dark Side of the Ring. Totally, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like, on the Montreal Screwjob one, I, I'm like, fuck, this guy like is almost a little charming. It's like, God, I, where's this guy? And how come like on his podcast he's a fucking piece of work? It's because it's all probably a fucking gimmick. But mm-hmm. 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 um, should we move over to Monday Night Raw where the biggest thing in wrestling happened? All cream, Ar- everything. All well, RK bro. <laughs> No, uh, Eva Marie returned. All cream everywhere. <laughs> I I miss like it. a weird off white color. <laughs> it seems like so I know I understand that they're bringing Eva Marie back to be this like Vince has just been dying for these sexy women's like contender and it seems like every time they try something, whether it was like Emma right or whether mm. it was like Carmella Carmelina? just like oh. weeks ago, Carmella was this like. You know, like Emelina, Emelina. Well, it this all starts with Eva Marie. Could think so. Eva Marie was that. Mm -hmm. She got suspended. Then the Emelina promo started immediately after. Yeah, because they weren't going to bring Eva Marie back. Why'd she get suspended? What'd she do? Uh, it was it was Adderall. uh, Oh, one. But she like same as everyone who has ever gotten that says (laughs) I have a prescription for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and usually a lot of times they do and still get suspended for it it's policy. probably because they it like they may have a, a prescription but maybe they are using it a little more a than little what, liberally yeah. than and uh, so then they have to go and it's outside of their prescription like that you know yeah, well, yeah i mean maybe if you have to work 300 days a year <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe you need a little and, fucking speed to keep it going. it also really helps you work out so mm-hmm. yeah saying i i have an adderall prescription <laughs> so like it helps you do stuff. And you've been popped for your uh, drug test on this podcast many times. <laughs> mm-hmm. a, That's how I'm allowed to keep doing it. <laughs> it's, it's, Adderall and, like, fat burners, like, usually are, like, banned substances, but they try to get them through. And 
usually with that, I mean, there's obviously times where you start seeing some other people just out of nowhere. They just gender up, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tommaso right now. Although he's doing it legit, like, and he's, like, even saying, this is the, how I'm doing it. Like, We'll get to that, but, but honestly, I love how much Tommaso Ciampa kisses Timothy Thatcher on the forehead. <laughs> it happens a lot. It's very I sweet. love that team. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It started with Eva Marie not being able, like, to be that thing Vince wanted, which I the her gimmick at the time when SmackDown split off was so great. Like, it the, wasn't like first off, like it was a heat magnet because mm-hmm. nobody like from her run in like random run when she first showed up with Total Divas to like her random run in NXT to like that. It's like people fucking hated her, yeah, mm-hmm. like so much, and so it was just really steering into the skit. It's like okay. You don't like you hate her. You say she can't wrestle. Well, she's not gonna wrestle, but she's gonna have this giant, all these excuses and this giant entrance. It was fucking wild. Yeah. I think that's pretty funny and kind of badass, honestly. <laughs> it was Matt, very great. How would you say she is in the ring? Uh, to be honest, I haven't seen. Awful. Uh, <laughs> awful, and she's also kind of a shitty person. Uh, well, so the thing that really is like getting me about this right now is like just because it is so transparent that Vince wants some sort of Mandy Rose type, just a sexy figure. Mandy. To be there, just eye candy. Like, that's all Vince cares about, and that's all he's going to keep trying to fucking get when it comes to women's wrestling. And then we have this, like, side of the conversation going on right now with Mickey James saying that she wants to helm a women's own, like, a women's centric uh, brand, which, w- of course, sounds awesome. Like, there's not really one in the U.S., uh, but it's just these, like, two competing ideas of something that. There's a couple. There's what? There is a couple. A couple competing ideas? Well, no, a couple like just- Oh, I mean like a WWE. There's not a WWE. That's what I meant. That's called Shimmer. No, good good catch. Good catch. No, Shimmer's just a WWE one. Like, you start doing well in Shimmer, next thing you know, you're at the PC. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, sure. But you have to cross the fucking Atlantic Ocean to go do that. No, you don't. Shimmer's Dave Prezak. It's in the US. Are you thinking thinking of of Stardom? I'm thinking of Stardom. Yeah. No, Shimmer's a women's only promotion that's in uh, the US. It's like an indie- but um, they have a very select group of fans uh, that are creepy oh, for the most part. Oh, it's like you get like w- like like a lot of women and other people that are just like super about women's wrestling. Then you get the forty-five-year-old dudes that like bring them. They presents. go to every VIP. <laughs> are they the thing. ones that do customs? Yeah. Oh, no, uh, no, Shimmer doesn't do customs. But okay. Those are those are the clientele for customs. Okay. Okay. A lot of the same clientele, <laughs> but like wrestling's weird, guys. Well, it's just that thing, and I, I specific- also we're available for customs. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically mean in the realm of WWE, which is I'm assuming is what Mickey James was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it's like, it just seems like there's a, an appetite for real stories being told about women's wrestling. Yeah, women but Evolution was the lowest rated pay per view, so that's the thing. It's never going to happen <laughs> with WWE as long as Vince McMahon's there. And like even was it the there was a an interview recently with um uh, Maria Kanellis who he was saying like kind of indicating like I'm paraphrasing this is like I'm this isn't word for word but like indicating that Stephanie McMahon loves the optics of of changing the world of women's wrestling but doesn't actually give a shit about telling good stories and elevating that that level of uh you know that side of the business. Uh, the thing is, is that Stephanie's not like, involved in creative at all anymore. Yeah. Mm. Of course, she's going to love that stuff because as the chief brand officer. That's it, her job to love that stuff. Yeah, it, exactly. It's it's her job like to do that. It's like. Which, she's good at it. Like, 
Like, I think people give her shit for stuff that's, like... Her and Triple H are great as, like, the faces of the yeah, company. Like, I oh, think yeah. there's a lot of people out there still giving her shit for creative, and it's like, she doesn't do that. Like, I, yeah, she has some pull, and she just could be, be doing more, but at the same time, it's not what her job and is. And, yeah, like, just because that goddamn she's, piece of shit Bruce Pritchard. Just because <laughs> she is a woman in, like, in the office of WWE doesn't mean she's in charge of the women of WWE. No, but they'll but WWE will be more than happy to let you believe that that is that's, the case when it true. comes to any sort of uh you know monumental change in the world of wrestling that only WWE has ever done. That's a, that's on the entertainment portion of the show. Yeah. And so like to me it's just, like attendance and stuff like that. It's just all the entertainment portion. <laughs> I genuinely don't believe it's intentional that there's this like kind of bigger conversation in the world of WWE about like you know, you guys really need to get right because, like, we're about to have a second give Divas a chance because it's just, like, you all keep fucking giving it, like, you have, what, th- five hours of main roster programming a week, uh, more if you include fucking main event and all that stuff, uh, that, like... That's that's the Ricochet, Drew Gula, yeah. Ali, and um, fucking Tazawa show now. Mm. But it's like you're not giving a shit on those. Like, what would you think that, like, a, a, an all-women's brand here's, would get the money and the push that it deserves? Here's here's the answer that they're going to give you, though. NXT. It's like, hey, like, we have it on NXT. And it's like, how many women's segments were there this week? How many, like, what closed the show? It There's a lot of different things that, like, they mm-hmm. can just do, which isn't, like, doesn't make anything right. Like, that's just, like, what their answer would be. Mm-hmm. Right. But, like, we discussed this. We, we, we talked about this last week, didn't we? Yeah, I wasn't there last week. Yeah, um, it's just that when you do like an all women's brand, then do you move them off of Raw and SmackDown? Then does do you make that like does it make it lower? Like it, it, you start then yeah. getting into those types of things, where then it can kind of almost transition to like a two hundred five live thing, uh-huh. where it first came out, it's like oh here's like the cruiserweights and they they put on the purple ropes and they have five minutes like oh watch them on their show, bye. Then we're gonna get back to Randy Orton. Uh huh. But then you get like it's like a defiant. It almost feels defiant, but I really don't think Vince even thinks about it. Where it's just like, oh, what a fun conversation! Let's put Eva Marie back out there, show her butt and her boobies. They signed her back in the fall, and I, I've been waiting for this for a while. I just wanted to see the reaction, and it was what I was thinking, <laughs> which is great. Everybody loved it. <laughs> um, they better they better pair her up with fucking Brock Lesnar Jr. Because, um, like, they were posting pictures and shit together, and that'd just be really funny. Uh, they can't pair up with Roman. Like, my uh, idea years and years ago that everybody wanted was, like, pair her up with Roman and just have him be, like, these, like, they're the big baby faces, even though everybody hated them. <laughs> that'd have been the best. That'd have been so mm. much heat. Heat. Uh, anything else of no happening? I mean, RK, RK Bro is kind of the big thing, right? God. I don't know if you guys talked about it last week. Or if it even happened last week, but they're like, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna blow up, and then it's gonna pass over. I, I think, it, I, I think it's gonna end up like actually doing a lot of help for Riddle, and Randy seems like he like wants to do it because he's, look like it's like he's having fun because he first off got away from that goddamn fiend storyline, yeah, and now he's just hanging out with the Stone dude, <laughs> and he probably just smokes weed with Riddle, yeah. probably. I they mean, probably, probably they probably call of duty together. Yeah. Bro, do you want to like play Call of Duty with me? <laughs> I'm gonna record this. Can I say certain words? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, sorry, I can't. I told Kofi I wouldn't anymore. <laughs> I've I've grown up since then, and everybody's like, "Wow, Randy, you have changed." <laughs> oh, and and uh, the Mansoor streak ended. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So first off, this is like the weirdest thing. Oh no, there's two other things that are big. Mansoor lost. 
by DQ. But it's kind of cool that they're having Sheamus in this U.S. title feud with Umberto Carrillo and Mansoor. It's like two younger guys, two guys who I guess have just been like living on main event. And it's like all of a sudden it's like, cool, like we're elevating some guys. Like that's that's a great thing for a older U.S. champion. It's like kind of John Cena-esque. And I first I thought like when Umberto a couple weeks ago was going to answer the challenge, I thought, oh, he's just going to get geeked out real quick and they're going to build to the next guy. But no, like they're developing this into a feud. Now you're adding in Mansoor. You can have a three-way and give like somebody a, like a little shove-ski. Mm-hmm. And then – the other thing was Angel Garza versus Drew Gulak. Oh, my God. Um, Angel Garza put a rose in Drew Gulak's ass and then kicked it in there. Tight. I mean, I guess we're just sodomizing each other with flowers on the show. Yeah. That's like, I mean. Also, like, it's really weird because it's like um, fucking Andrade and, like, fucking what? Hugo Savinovich. Oh, yeah. Have been just, like, talking shit about WWE's Like, they don't push Latinos. There's, like, no yeah. Mexicans on um, like was on Mania on the main card, blah blah blah, but then it's like, like, like clockwork. They're like, okay, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. It's like Alberto's on TV in a feud. Angel Garza's back. It's like Jesus Christ, yeah. guys. Yeah, <laughs> they're just doing it to be spiteful. Uh huh. <laughs> but hey, you know what? If you're Alberto and if you're Angel Garza, fucking take it and run with yeah. it. Also, like, if you, I'm um, just to anyone out there. Look, I mean, Hugo Savinovich has. Maybe one of the longest ten years of somebody working for WWE as like the Spanish announced, you know, commentary table. Like I've, he's been there for fucking ever. He really has. Like he's a major part of that company. That Carlo, and Carlos Cabrera. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching like WrestleMania 17 and seeing Carlos Cabrera. Didn't wasn't he the one that took a bump? Yeah, like got carted off. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's like these poor boys get their table broken all the time. <laughs> major part of the company. Uh, SmackDown. SmackDown throwback. Uh, um, Throwback. Teddy Long was there. He said, holla, holla, holla. He told uh, Sami Zayn that he was going to go one-on-one with The Undertaker, which is always great. We got a fucking 3D model of The Fist. They, they, they did a 3D model of The Fist. Which pisses me off. And that, they have it. They have The it's Fist. In your, it's just gathering dust. Like People post pictures with it every time they go to the warehouse. That's the thing everyone posts pictures of. I know. Of. I, they probably just didn't want to take down the Thunderdome, and I don't know. It was dumb on Fist that. me. But... um. <laughs> Jimmy Uso came back. Yeah. And also, like, automatically, like, is kind of, like, not taking shit from, like, taking shit from Roman, which is great. I love it because I want a Jimmy versus Jay feud. Yeah. Well, because he was, he's kind of on Roman's side in the beginning, right? So, he, like, him and, it's like he's on Jimmy's, he's on, he's on Jay's yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's the whole thing is, like, him and Jay are out there when, uh, what, what was the match? It was Seth versus Cesaro, which they yeah. got, like, fucking, like, three segs for the match after the big promo. They, they know what's buttering their bread right now with the Cesaro thing. Uh-huh. And it's like, get him in the ring, let him wrestle. And, mm. and here's a question I have. Is Seth, like, with Roman? No. Okay. Seth is kind I, of like, I just this against Cesaro. I just read a recap of this whole thing. Yeah. So like uh, I saw like Jimmy and Jay interfered in that match. Because so because if Cesaro wins, he becomes Roman's uh challenger, challenger at, at WrestleMania's Or championship opportunity. So he'd <laughs> rather have Seth instead of Well, that wasn't the stipulation. Oh, okay. It was ju- it was just if Cesaro won. Seth oh, okay. wasn't technically a part of the equation as far oh, okay. as like he would get a title shot. So I think they were just there to try to fuck up Cesaro shit, 
which backfired. But I like I like that Seth was out there advocating for himself. Like I don't want you interfering in my shit. Like, I don't need your help like Roman does. And then Rome, <laughs> and then and then he gets in Roman's face. Like I don't know if I should be mad at you or if I should be mad at your fucking boys out there because like you guys are stepping all over my shit. And it was kind of a cool like stay nice away, little yeah. nice little tension. Mm-hmm. I am I I mean a Seth Roman feud right now. Would be if they let them both be heels because I just don't want them to turn Seth babyface. Yeah, it sucked. So yeah, bad. no, exactly. <sighs> I wouldn't want him to turn babyface, but I also don't want Roman to turn babyface yeah. because like this fucking like lower talking, fucking just like gritty Roman is the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like those two can work. Like I remember one time I was watching uh, SmackDown at my friend's house. It was during the draft, and I was like, I, w- I want to watch the draft. So I was watching it at my friend's house, and she was like, she's a moderate wrestling fan. She's actually, it's Maria. She's a gigantic fan of Dark Side of the Ring to the point where she has nightmares about it. Um, but, You'll do that, dude. <laughs> yeah. You'll do that. But, um, Which one? Uh, the Herb Abrams? No, the, the uh, Benoit because oh. of, of when Guerrero died. There's, uh, there's a lot of stuff with it. The, the um, one with like where it just shows where like Ch- where Chavo says like he heard or he heard Benoit or where Benoit was like I'm like saying his sobbing. name too much. I'm sorry. Oh, but he's a he's a, he he existed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like where like Benoit's like just sobbing. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that yeah, like, that always fucking just cuts real deep. Uh-huh. But um. We were watching the draft, and it was Roman versus SmackDown. Was Roman versus Seth was the first match, mm-hmm. and she was just like, "They are so good." They have like, a lot of chemistry, and mm-hmm. she was just like very impressed by that match. And that's not a match I would show anybody, but yeah. that was a match where it like kind of clicked for her. Of just like yeah, when two people have like traveled the roads together, had so much history, they just that chemistry is solid. And they, it's weird because they're they're not really acknowledging their history right now. They they expect you they they're they're expecting you just to know it. Okay, which I like. They I mean, don't want to bring up the shield because there was a third guy there. <laughs> <laughs> that's true too. Yeah, and, and also they don't want that to be the focal point right now. That, and that makes sense. And so it's more so just kind of a little wink nudge to everybody else and then it's the big thing right now and I think Seth is probably a huge proponent of it is get Cesaro over Mm -hmm. and I think it's working Um, I love what they're doing as far as um, fucking um, what's his fucking uh, Michael Cole like mm-hmm. he's really pushing hard, like on commentary, which you know that means it comes from the top. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is yeah, coming from old v- Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah, I am. I mean, that match is gonna be Cesaro versus Roman is gonna be sick, dude. Oh. I but like you were saying back, like the I, where it's go, it's definitely heading towards a Jimmy versus Jay with this, mm-hmm. and I love that straight up Jimmy was like, no, like because Roman, you know, was kind of like. Giving him a, you know, he was he was kind of giving him the smackdown verbally about like, hey, you know, like you, you know, when you're a part of this family, you stay in line or whatever. And he's then like, you don't fucking talk to me like that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm not your bitch. And then like fucking, and then, then he calls out, he's like, like he is. And then Jay like later is like, you think I'm Roman's bitch? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> dude, you are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is sad. Yes. And it's like he just like, I want my brother. I want to be the tag team champions with you. This is sad as fuck. And it's like, no, it's like, and it's not about like. The family, it's like, I got your back. Like, like, we're the family. Does does Jimmy have the same passion that Jay does? Like It came out in his promos. Yeah. Like, because, like, Jay is like, yeah, he's funny. They, like, the New Day rap battle, that stuff was good. And then Jay just, like, evolved. It seemed like so. Jimmy must have been, like, fucking making sure, like, when he came back, it was going to be on point. Because okay. his promos and stuff, his delivery, like, everything, first off, kind of seemed like 
barely like there was a sense of realness to it. Which yeah, yeah. In, in certain promos, you don't get, mm-hmm. especially on Mondays. Yeah, you don't get that. And then it, it helps that his, his legit family, uh-huh. his legit brother, yeah. his legit cousin, and, and all he's this shit. coming. He's coming back from life events. You yeah. know, what I mean, he's coming back from getting. You know, he's got to get right. He's got to get right. And then he was also injured. That's right. That's right. So like, just yeah, trying the, to get right. The, <laughs> just, just, just trying to get right. But know? the uh, the fucking good for him. Good yeah. For, good for Hopefully he watched Lance Archer matches and got hard too. Good, yeah. good for that kid. So like, there's there's real stakes, you know. It feels like there's real stakes, and uh, it'll be it's for sure what the one of the best things SmackDown has going right now. Yeah, yeah. SmackDown like on that is hitting like so good, and like the book ends the show, and so it starts off good, and then it always ends good, so it makes it seem like it's always a really good show, which is uh, that's what it should. That's what. But you forget you get matches like Reginald versus Tamina. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jesus, exactly. <laughs> Which is, I I I will say good for Reginald because like this dude was just like a Cirque du Soleil guy that got signed. He wasn't like wasn't doing really anything at the PC. Never seen him before. Shows up as the fucking sommelier. Gets his gets gets a spot that only few could fill. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking uh, as Jared said, he's maximized on his minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter if you get a minute, ten minutes. You got to maximize your minutes on TV. Restaurant quality. It's a very good JR. It is. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, I'm because also. Because I'm actually here, Oster. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Nat. Is that your name, Nat? Yeah. Nat, Nat Rock or whatever. <laughs> Nat Rock. <laughs> Natty Rock, dude. dude Natty <laughs> Rock. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't come out with that. The Natty Light brand's really been just doing some good branching out. Dude, Natty Rock is just when you uh, just drink you... a Natty and listen to fucking Guns N' Roses. No, it's when you pour two half empties together. It's a, a Natty and ice exact... and a rolling rock. Exactly. <laughs> and then you drop some ice cubes in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's frozen Natty Light. Yo, have you guys seen the the commercial that's uh, ice, ice tea and Stone Cold and um, you know, you know, I actually got Stone ice. Cold that job. <laughs> they, they called old, old JR thinking I still work for the WWF. <laughs> they're, doing, they're doing a... Tide commercial promoting uh, cold washes. Oh wow, it's a Tide wow. commercial. That's yeah. not what I was expecting. It's, I like that though. Okay, it's great. It's I don't great. like the Tide because roll Tide. I don't like the Crimson Tide. Sooner, <laughs> boomer sooner, boomer <laughs> sooner. Sauce it. Back in back in my day, I would have eaten a lot of Tide pods. Just trying to get right. I'm just trying to get right. Just trying to get clean. If it gets you high, I tried it. I smoked the Tide pod. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that looks like it for SmackDown. Bailey and Bianca did stuff. Yeah, Bailey's really good at promo. Her hair was fucking like she looked mm-hmm. like Doc Brown out there. She, <laughs> she really, does. yeah, she has good. Uh, Pam, Pam's hair is killing it right now. Heel Pam's hair. Her heel character is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just Pat McAfee's getting better and better. Oh, I forget he's. He a reminds me of an old '80s commentator where he's a heel, he talks shit, but then also like he doesn't just completely bury. Like he gives them their due, like baby faces their due, but he pulls for the heel. That's and that was that indicatively is like the biggest thing that I take away from like what I was not expecting from Pat McAfee was that he understands what he's doing there. Like a lot of celebrities who come in have an ego already that they are like, I'm gonna put myself in this situation. Pat McAfee seems to know exactly what situation he's serving in the wrestling world in whatever given like corner of it that he's in at that moment. And he also just sounds like he does on his podcast. He sounds like Pat McAfee. Yeah, it's very comfortable on a microphone. It doesn't sound like uh, like somebody handing him, you have to say this, because he said title shot. He said a bunch of shit 
and like he's just saying these words and they're just letting him be Pat McAfee. If you're hiring this fucker, you just let him be that mm-hmm. fucker. You he doesn't need the money. Like that's no. the thing. Like he doesn't need them at all. No, yeah, exactly. He's and bringing I, viewers to that. And yeah. I think ever since that WrestleMania thing where like Michael Cole's like you can't be wearing the fucking shorts, like Vince is going to fucking kill you. And then he's like, "Okay, I'll just fucking leave then." Mm. Like I don't need this shit. And then like he met up with Vince, and Vince like, no, that's fine. That's, those are cool. It's like what LeBron James wears. I think Triple H probably is like, uh, LeBron James, I think, kind of wears the same thing. It's like, LeBron James? He was there that night with Stone Cold. <laughs> but with his flip phone? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you forget, like, he was like a legitimate, like, kid then. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, like, what, probably like 19 years old? Some, it was 2007, I think, so he would have been, like, yeah, like 19. Yeah, oh. and he just, like, looks like this, like, massive kid. <laughs> it's great. And I was there too. LeBron James, good athlete, should have played football for Oklahoma. <laughs> I listened to a lot of JR this week. <laughs> it's just like stuck in my head. Um, what? Um, well, speaking of what, we all got those free what shirts? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we yeah. all got free what shirts? Shout out! What was uh boots, boots from, from hell? Boots from hell. Boots from hell. Shout out! I I literally just thought I lost seven dollars. For shipping. I'm like, oh, that's not yeah, the show. It took, it took a while. That's what, it <laughs> took a while, but honestly, it's like the worst shirt in the best way. That I love it. That print is so big. It's so big, it's like off-center. You guys killed it. it part, <laughs> part of it's like faded already. It's like yeah. my favorite free shirt I've ever gotten. No, I love it. I put it on like, yes, <laughs> this is great. Then I just started going, straight up at Steve Austin. <laughs> what? But, yeah, Katie and I went, to the, I went to the bank to open a joint checking account, and I was wearing that, and I just felt like a fucking, like, I've Is that like, for all your weed, the joint <laughs> checking account? <laughs> we put $4.20 into it every two we- every four weeks and every 20 days. Um, that's not going to pay for anything. <laughs> yeah. taking three years to avoid to Jeez, he's moving to AB. Oregon and already has a joint account. <laughs> exactly, baby. We're actually going to, we live, like, we're going to be living uh, three blocks away from a dog-friendly dispensary. Tight. Yeah, dude. Um, that's so Portland. Brady and so Washington Oregon. lived legitimately across the street from a dispensary. Yeah, I sold my car. Him and Jamin. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, Jamin. Shout out Jamin. Uh, I think I'm gonna get a pickup truck. Tight. Nice, dude. Yeah, I'm about to make some changes. You're about to really just show how Idaho you are. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I'm gonna get flags of like. I like you know how uh, this is a uh, maybe only Zach will understand. I got a Young Bucks flag. Oh, Jen has a Young Bucks California flag. If you want, you one. know how um. <laughs> Uh, Brian Cook has like the the chubby um, uh, nude yeah. the uh, bear the bear mud flap girls yeah yeah I want to get like those <laughs> on a oh, little yeah. pick them up truck. Are you gonna like a grandpa pickup? I want like the tiniest pickup, like an S10. Yeah, like I, straight up, I think I'll just get like a fucking uh, El, like a fucking uh, like little El Camino or something. <laughs> I'll get like a car. I just, of, I, I just think of like grandpa pickups. It's like they're like you know from like the seventies or eighties. I would that would be my dream, but I also don't know shit about cars, so I don't want anything. I'm gonna have to learn how to like maintain. Yeah, yeah. just gonna get Silverado. Probably gonna get a Silverado and just fucking blast that uh, space cowboy song or from no, Casey Ford, Musgraves. Or Granger. Those are the the tiny ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, big things coming. Uh, I don't post online, so you'll never know. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you updated. Um. Um. So you'll, you'll you still have to be here. But not necessarily here. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, Matt's not leaving. I'm sorry that intro was very misleading. Oh yeah, if that if, <laughs> if that if that was the, what we indicated, uh, and you no, made, I was uh, trying to indicate your death, but yeah, yeah, no, my presence will be felt. I do enjoy yeah. that. We're like, it was like a whole intro about how Matt's gonna be gone. It's like this is the first time we've been together in 14 months. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a little bit more of the important thing. Fuck Matt. Yeah, yeah dude, I'll be I'll be here whether I'm there or here. I'll just be in a fucking different time zone. Yeah. 
Yeah, you have to get up at 8.30. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. I don't even care. I'm not. Up. I'm an early riser. Okay. Tight. And I'm going to have a pickup truck. At that morning, wood. I'm early riser. I'm, 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 I'm going to get a pickup riser. truck. I'm going to be up before the crack of dawn. You guys don't, you know, you guys can see where this is going. That's yeah. who I am, too, after watching a Lance Archer match. <laughs> early riser. <laughs> All I'm right. up at the crack of dawn. Should we talk about re- weird rumors, or should we get into NXT? Let's go to weird rumors. All right. Daniel Bryan. Oh um, yeah, I just think he was, he's he's gonna end up coming back, but I think he's just trying to um, make the most money for his family because he's very very concerned with that. So mm-hmm. is he? Why? His wife makes more money than he ever will. That's his wife so spends true. a lot of money too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and opens businesses, and businesses are risky, and and then names her kid after those businesses. <laughs> but other I, way around. They, they, they had the, uh, the LLC was, before the kid they was did. born. Birdie, for real? Birdie, Birdie was a business LLC. before it was a child. Oh. Mm. Maybe they had decided that was the child's name already. I'm they might have. I'm going to name my kid Genuine. The, Russell Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name my, kids, uh, my kid e, uh, Eavesdrop, and then the second one's going to be Podcast Network. Um, I thought you were going to say Eastside for a second. I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Tight. Yeah, I'm gonna name my Just kid a little Eastside. white kid running around named Eastside. <laughs> <laughs> this is Eastside Saldana Stone. <laughs> Uh, that, that's what would happen if we got married. I'd take your last name, Matt. Yeah, we would definitely hyphenate it. Yeah. Soldana Stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would never like ask you to, you know, give up on on you know something like a name. That's what Katie and I talked about when we got married. It was like, you don't have to be that. Like, <laughs> I don't expect you to. And she's like, good, because I'm not going to. I, I kinda want to just to fuck everyone over. Like, you want to change your name? What do we call you? Uh, I want Everyone I, calls me my last name. You can marry you can marry oh, my shit. fourth grade teacher and just be Oster. Mm-mm. Spelled you, the same. You might have to do that. Yeah, you kind of have to. You kind of have to marry someone with your own got, last name. I got married, and the name's dude. now Oster. <laughs> yeah, either you or you have to marry someone with the name Oster, and that's going to get dicey. That's going to get dicey on yeah. the on the, yeah. on the family tree. I mean, I could go to I could go to uh, uh, Boston, where uh, Osterville is right outside there. That's true. Mm-hmm. They only let people they live there <laughs> with the last name of Oster. Yeah, or Oster. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. depending. Uh okay, but yeah, yeah. Daniel so Bryan it, did was, he actually let his contract silently run well, out? So he he was moved to the alumni section right. after he lost. Yeah, which is a usual move they do anyway. Mm-hmm. Right, like uh, like if so you do, if you do like a loser leaves town match, even if you're still with the company, they did it with Sony Deville. They, they, that's just what you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like we're led to believe he still is under some form of he's not contract. So he did let it run out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he let it run out, but it wasn't like silently like they knew. They knew when it was. That's Silently, as far as like we weren't no, talking about it. No one it. was talking about it. No, really. everyone ex- like suspected that his contract ran through September because that's when he did a, a renewal last that we mm-hmm. knew about. But that wasn't necessarily. Yeah, and for so that yeah, amount. there's. I mean, it depends on just what he wants to do. I wouldn't be surprised if they just back a truck full of money into into his driveway, and mm-hmm. they're just like, "We'll leave the we'll leave you the keys." I I hope that the the second you know I hope whatever this next not even second act obviously, <laughs> whatever the next act that this is for Daniel Bryan, uh, or maybe Bryan Danielson. Exactly, mm-hmm. I think he might just become like professional wrestling's biggest prize fighter. It's like whoever can pay him, Brock he'll, sh- he'll show up. I dude, I want to see Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan in Japan. <laughs> I want to see matches like this. I don't think they'd pay for that. Give me yeah. one offs. They don't. People don't have enough money for Lesnar. That's not Nate McMahon or White because <laughs> yeah. they don't want to spend it. But they, those two will. I just I'm curious. I hope he like takes some time because I doubt. Uh, there's a lot of talks of WWE like maybe Brian could convince them to do other let him do other things. But so the thing is, as 
Triple H always says about Vince, you know, he's always open for business. Always. And, you know, everybody always just assumes, but, you know, he's always open for business. I wouldn't be surprised if they do something as, like, like, hey, I sign, like, part-time with NXT, and then you can also maybe go do certain things that we agree upon. And so be able to go and work with, like, like, you know, go to Progress or go to WXW, and maybe then you can kind of put apart those, quote-unquote, dream matches or... I mean, they did get they got Liger essentially on a loan for a night in NXT, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be surprised. It's like, hey, like you want to go wrestle fucking whoever over there? He wants to go wrestle Okada. Suzuki. Suzuki he wants to go do Suzuki, and they're like, okay, well he has to win because he's our guy over here. Whatever, New Japan, but fine, whatever. Oh yeah, Japan would let you know Brian Danielson beat Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they'll let anybody beat Suzuki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I hope. He, I hope Brian Danielson just becomes more of this like monolithic. You know, wrestling figure who isn't beholden to one brand because mm-hmm. I, you know, Daniel Bryan is always going to be yes movement. So I mean, to, to an extent, Daniel or Bryan Danielson will always be yes movement or whatever. But he can really like shed some of that as he gets older and work less, but may but like add to your legacy for whatever it means to him. I personally would love to see him do like an NXT and NXT UK run. Mm. Just because of all the matchups there. God, Walter. Him versus Walter. Him versus Walter. Him versus Dragunov. You got, like, Rampage Brown over there Mm. now. I want him to fucking go against Kushida right here in the States. Kushida, Pete Dunne, fucking Kyle, Kyle, Gargano, Gargano Champa, Thatcher. And I would love it. Yeah. He and Roddy used to in Ring of Honor. Roddy. Roddy's would be a great one. That is a great way to give – because Roddy's going to disappear. He already did. He already did. He, like, he, announced he, he, to, to Regal that he's taking a break. He said he was leaving, and he handed him a folder. <laughs> yeah. I would love it if Are you sure? we just got the— You want to give me your folder? We just got, like, these vignettes, vignettes of, like, just some, like, shadowy figure hanging out outside of Roderick Strong's home. <laughs> and then it just ends—like, Daniel Bryan jumps through the window and starts wrestling him in his living room. I would love that, dude. He just, like, what kicks if, his kid. What if Diamond Mine is— uh, uh, Daniel Bryan, Roderick Strong, and Poppy Fish. Uh. <laughs> it's a faction. It's just like, oh, cool, another all men's faction. <laughs> when, because like, isn't the promo like it's gonna be a women's faction, isn't it? Diamond Mine. I thought the promo was like a lady sh- kicking fucking. There, there were there was a lady in it and men in it. They did. Oh. They also made a point apparently um, that it is a. It is a like mixed faction, oh, okay. but they're trying to make a point that Tessa Blanchard is not a part of it. <laughs> Dude, why? What the fuck was with that? More rumor stuff. Like, why was it even so? It was like, ooh, someone side Tessa. It's gonna be, oh, she's all elite. Oh, she's going to NXT, and everyone's like, no, 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 no. She's not doing I, shit. I'm guessing that things probably weren't as finished as rumors said. Uh-huh. But they're probably closing in, and then they saw the response, and they're like. That's what I think, too. I think she was, like, basically pen to paper, and they were, like, going to test the waters. No, we've never talked to him. No, like, nope, we don't want her. We don't want her. And who they just whoever made the uh, the statement that we never talked to her probably never was the the person who talked to her. Yeah, exactly. It's not a lie. Um, This just kind of came to my head Um, with Roddy. You know, he had that fucking folder that was, like, and he handed it to Regal. It was probably just the note that Rita left on Arrested Development to her dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just said bye-bye with, like, the hand and a sad face. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably it. All right. Later, bro. Let's move, <laughs> let's move to NXT. Next. Leon Ruff versus Swerve. Street Ma- fight. They, 
they really set a fucking pace for the night. It was a fucking great street fight. Leon Ruff's getting better and better. Mm. So sick. It was fucking cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, uh, it's always weird when a Falls Count Anywhere match ends in the ring, but I kind of like, you know, it's the heel doing it. Yeah. Also, the debut of, like, AJ Francis, who's been on the A&E show. Uh, I, I'm guessing they may, like, these people may have been in the, like, videos that Swerve's been doing, but I just don't necessarily pay uh, yeah, they were like his entourage in, yeah. in the studio. And so like that was cool. Um I like that Ashanti the Adonis is still like with them. Um I love that his nickname is the because his name is Ashanti Adonis, so it's Ashanti the Adonis. That's, I wish he went to rocks. the Ohio State University. <laughs> <laughs> the Ohio State. But I like that group. Um that fucking like Death Valley driver that AJ Francis did mm. looked fucking devastating. Mm. Uh Leon Ruff didn't like fuck up anything. They did that uh poison rana off the apron, which looked fucking awesome and it didn't kill anybody like mm-hmm. the du- the double cutters that he did like to the outside like one you know to in the ring and then one on outside the ring uh and then when he like yeah before he popped up and aj francis caught him when he climbed up to the top of that scaffolding it was just like wow this is a really like you know it's just like when you have guys that are that especially when you have a leon ruff who's that small and just like a gumby character like he can really just fucking zip around and mm-hmm. it's, it's he's so tiny and his head looks so big for his body uh-huh. and it's not like, like not even like he has that big of a head no he's no. just a uh, small guy i really enjoyed when swerve tried to murder him with the <laughs> toolkit oh my god toolbox. yeah swerve also just showed how good swerve is too um i love it i love that they're building swerve now he has a faction i like that um i think that's going to really help um elevate just that whole crew they got brianna brandy that is the girl that was with them you got your heavy with the fucking um uh, aj francis and then you got ashanti the adonis that can essentially take the loss yeah. and he's also getting really good in the ring he's on 205 live a lot mm-hmm. uh gargano was uh wandering trying to talk to regal and uh austin theory was uh, you don't got time for me you don't got time for me and austin theory was looking at scarlet he's like are those real? I so are those real? And he was talking about her nails. It cracked me up, but dude. She it was did. wearing fucking gloves. <laughs> well, but it had those little spikes on them. It kind of cracked me up because I, I wasn't expecting it. I do love that he's into nails. I think that's cute. I just think it's I, it's the most obvious classic. Like, whoa, those are huge. <laughs> are they real? Okay, so you know the person that runs NXT is Triple H, <laughs> and he's been in uh, many a famous segment where. It's just big dick jokes. Yeah. He loves that kind of humor because, I mean, essentially that's what DX was built on. Uh I mean, like the sausages and then all that kind of shit and, like, talking about their jumbo weenies. Mm, China's giant kielbasa that you had. (laughs) And so, like, that's like that. Like, I saw that, like, Triple H personally wrote this. Him, Sean, and fucking Road Dog just sitting there, like, just pissing their pants laughing about it. (laughs) You know, know, it's kind of funny, uh. You know, she actually has pretty big breasts. She has, she has, she has huge tits. <laughs> That's you know exactly you would say that. She has huge tits. Sean's like, hey, 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 easy, come on, you just gotta can't, don't. I'm I'm Christian now. Yeah. You know, she 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 uh, also has pretty big uh, fingernails. You know what, Sean? Why are you looking at her fingernails? I think we could do something with this. Austin, come here. All right, pretend you're looking at her tits, but then you talk about her nails. <laughs> And then Road Dog just in the back, just fucking laughing it up, just fucking posting about how he doesn't believe doctors that sent, tell him to wear a mask, but he believes those doctors that help him after a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Cameron Grimes versus Asher Roth. 
Uh, Asher Hale. <laughs> he told me he was making that joke too. <laughs> he loved this. His gimmick is that he loves college. The former Anthony Henry. He used to be a tag team in the ball with JD Drake. Okay. Um, who's now teaming up with Ryan Nemeth in AEW. Weird team. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a cool match. Uh, I love Cameron Grimes, and they mm-hmm. showcased a bit of uh, Astro Hale. Mm-hmm. And what was – it was also this week that we got the Cameron Grimes vignette, right? Yeah, he oh. was trying to go oh, to the VIP club. There is uh, – so he wins the match, and he's, like, back in the back, and Everise tries to celebrate with them. Everise is my favorite geek tag team in the like, world. I love your show. They are great. And it's like, oh, sorry, we only got room for three. And they're like, great. And he's like, yeah, me, myself, and Cameron Grimes. <laughs> and so then later on in the show, they have him go to the club, and the bouncer won't let him in because he's like, oh, I, I reserved the VIP room. And they're like, no, somebody actually took the whole building. And, of course, Ted no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know where let this me teach is you a leading. The, it is the leading to the re-debut of Ted DiBiase Jr. and the DiBiase Posse. <laughs> I, I – Honestly, my guess is as uh, Brett DiBiase is going to come out of jail. Is that Cameron Grimes? You know, it, there was a, it was a really popular thing, the basketball segment, and I think they were just like, "Let's call a fucking Ted in for a couple of vignettes." Mm-hmm. I don't Ted know if it's some gonna, money for his church. I don't know if it's going to go much farther. Need some that. more money because his son's money laundering scheme is uh, <laughs> was you know he's getting arrested for it and getting tried. So yeah, like maybe I could see it at a certain point. Maybe there'll be a fun segment where he like. He, you know, Cameron Grimes takes a bump for him or something. But this actually, this way it needs to end is that Cameron Grimes finally earns the respect of Ted DiBiase, and then Ted DiBiase gives him the million dollar title, and then he mm-hmm. defends that. Because that, that would be that, good. That, that'd be so good. That's what the end game should be, or that he buys the million dollar championship off of them, but then he can say he buys it with like fucking like Bitcoin or Dogecoin or whatever. Yeah, whatever. He like a game stonk. Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, that's like that can be the ending of it. I would love that if it led to something. That would be a cherry. I on think top. it might. <laughs> yeah, because they keep bringing it back, and it's also it's just funny. Cameron yeah. Grimes is great, mm-hmm. and Ted DiBiase, like, especially when he was like really running hot with his gimmick, like in the eighties and stuff. It was money, figuratively mm-hmm. literally. and literally. Yeah. Oh, uh, we had uh, Tommaso Champion Timmy Th- 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 yep. Timothy Thatcher to this Timmy versus the grizzled young veterans. Yes. Fucking. The the entertaining Real Smash Mouth style. That's what GYV stands for, entertaining FTR. I yeah, it was great. Uh, Thatcher and Champa are uh, the best buddies, and I just love that he's one of those guys. They're just such a physical friendship. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm like, man, these guys love kissing each other. That's why I think it works because first off, it's like Thatcher is just a weirdo, anyways. Like it just comes across how weird he is. Mm-hmm. But then it's like. Fucking Tommaso just keeps kissing, but that's like their the way they can communicate is just through physicality. It's like they don't know how to like really talk to each other. Honestly, that's a really good way to put it. Is they just are a physical group of guys. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And sometimes you just need to smooch your friend. Sometimes you just amped up because you beat GYV with the shoe. Yeah, and you got to kiss Timothy Thatcher on the forehead like it's your son. Wasn't it Wade? It was Wade's shoe, and he was so mad about it. (laughs) Um, I think the wrong team won. Because it would have been funnier, like the comedy would have hit better, and then the story would have made a little bit more sense if Zach Gibson would have hit like Thatcher with the shoe, because it's like, oh yeah, you're supposed to take your shoe off for, for Zach Gibson, mm. but then he's the one that hits him with the shoe. Mm-hmm. It would have just been like kind of poetic justice, and then it also extends feud a little bit more. So I just want to see them like go and just have a real mean guy match again. Totally. Yeah. But you know what? I'm fine with Thatcher and uh, Champa winning because I really want to see them versus MSK. 
because just like that kind of contrasted styles. Mm. But like both of them can work like an indie style because they both work the indies for so long. So. Mm-hmm. And both of them have that feeling that they're fighting for something. Like the, you have the young guys who are coming up. Uh, you know, like obviously people people know the Rascals. I didn't fucking know them, but like MSK is it awesome. ended with a Z. Ah, mm. so it was really good. Oh, by the way, sorry, we're about to fucking dive way off topic. I I was I got really um, I was like, what's up with the little rascals these days, dude? I didn't realize Bug Hall sucks so bad now. Oh, he does. Oh. Bug Hall sucks, dude. He's a he's a yeah he's a right wing boy on the line oh. on the fucking internet. Oh wait, I thought you said he sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I I had no idea. Yeah, apparently Bug Hall sucks now. Anyway, back to wrestling. Okay. Uh, other rascals, they're cool. And then you have this thing with uh, with Champa specifically has this kind of air of like he understands that his that his days like he's the old guy now. He makes jokes about it. Mm-hmm. So like him and then Thatcher's kind of just this weirdo that they fucking make a good friendship. Mm-hmm. Bitter enemies become be- best of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it just really does feel like everyone in the that angle has something to fight for. Yeah. Um, Cross comes out, and then Kyle Kyle interrupts him with his fedora. Oh, fucking okay, and his ZZE shirt. Fuck Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly right now. I'm sorry, it sucks so so bad. You know that like this is like him, kind of an extension of just Kyle. Like Kyle, what's his? I forgot his last name. Greenwood or something. Mm. Not. It's not even O'Reilly. No, I'm out. Why would he use his real name? Then they can license it. You need know, to keep man. your real name. I don't know, and obvi- well, obviously he never used. Yeah, it's Kyle Greenwood. Not no, it's not it's literally him, from when he know. first started wrestling, um, with uh, the wrestler from the Northwest in Canada named Gorgeous Michelle Star, mm. um, and they were just like, "All right, yeah, we got to get you some names. You can't be using last names like Greenwood and for whatever reason." Like, like this was in front of every like the, his whole group like group of students that he was training, and just for whatever reason, when Kyle told the story. He's like, "Yeah, for whatever he just said my name." It's like, you can't have a name like Greenwood. Why not? Then he became O'Reilly. <laughs> because it makes you think of Lee Greenwood, and God bless the USA, baby. <laughs> uh, I, I like Cool Kyle just because- I'm of, not trying to say fuck him. You like, are. He's fine. You, you said it. I know, and I regretted saying it. I'm hyped up on Bang- Milk. Bang protein- Milk. Co- <laughs> high protein coffee, and it just- It's high protein because there's jizz in it. That's why it's mm. called Bang. There's a, a lot of protein in it. Honestly, it's getting. I'm gonna have to take a shit after this. <laughs> but uh, and so I said, "Fuck Kyle O'Reilly." I didn't mean it, but I don't care for this at all. It's, this literally seems like who Kyle is. Yeah, but I, I think literally take off the fedora and fine. lose the sunglasses, and it's fine. Like I'd yeah. be totally fine with it if he was just out there in the flannel and the shirt or whatever. Like, it's the fedora and the sunglasses that are too, carrying it's, a lot it's of negative too energy. Much. <laughs> it's carrying a lot of negative energy with me. Uh, and I, I want the best for Kyle, of course. That match with... I with, don't think you do. I do! I want the match with, with, with Adam Cole... Baby. ...was honestly an indicator of things to come, unfortunately. Because when he when he came out with that new entrance, they both came out with their new entrances. Oh, their songs are garbage. I was like, oh, they are, the sum does not equal the whole of its parts. <laughs> but, I mean, with Adam Cole, he's Adam Cole, baby. But, like... I just want the best for Kyle, and I see this going somewhere. You could tell bad. Kyle probably fucking picked that song too. <laughs> like it has some riffs. I can go out there and air guitar. I can air guitar. To I can it. walk cool. Yeah, exactly. And it just it incenses me. But yeah, Peter, I also do like how Gary and Cross was like, "Talk about my wife's tits. I'm gonna beat your ass." <laughs> I love that, and it's like I you, we know exactly where that's going for that match. Yeah, and I can't wait. 
And uh, yeah, Austin Theory is gonna get his shit rocked yeah. so hard by Karrion Cross. It's gonna be the best. Yeah. So Peter Dune came out too. Finn Balor came out. Finn Balor didn't. He said two words and then just beat up Cross. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Cross was cleaning house, and then Gargano and Theory run in. Yeah. Belt I, shot. I love Gargano being Theory's muscle. <laughs> it's so funny. It's he's, so weird. Just like you talk. You talking about him? You talking about my friend? Don't talk about my friend. Johnny Wrestling's gonna come up and kick your ass. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah. Johnny. Papa John. God. Papa John, dude. Oh, that's the gimmick now. <laughs> He's so good. Johnny. Papa John. Papa John. Yeah. Papa John's firing on all cylinders, dude. Yeah, the Day of Reckoning. The Day of Reckoning, Reckoning is coming. Just Bug Hall, just sweaty and eating pizza. Just bathing in that garlic sauce. Oh, my God. Matt, Papa John just coming out being a new, like, voice for Carrying Cross. Just Day of Reckoning is coming. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it's like, where did Scarlet go? We all like Scarlet better. <laughs> Why is Papa John wearing that like black latex suit? <laughs> you like my big tit. <laughs> Fall and pray. Fall <laughs> and pray. <laughs> it's just like not even at the I've eaten yet. forty pizzas in thirty days. <laughs> um, how, how sweaty he was. That was the best. Shane McMahon levels of sweat. Mm-hmm. He kind of looks like Shane well, McMahon. He kind of does. Mm-hmm. That could be Shane's cousin, Papa Dude. John McMahon. <laughs> Sweatomania, baby. <laughs> Uh, Gallows has to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Just gassed out, sweaty. <laughs> Only person more blown up than than Gallows is Papa John. Really, yeah, dude, seriously, much. in the world. Uh, we had L.A. Knight versus Jake Atlas. You're right, you did. <laughs> yeah, the most fact of life. Yeah. That's not an insult. That's a fact of life. Take the good, you take the bad. This is the, yeah, fir- this is the, fir- this is the first time I enjoyed his. His wrestling. His Jake, res- Jake Atlas is a really good wrestler. I was gonna say, Jake Atlas is wonderful. Uh, L.A. Knight it wrestles as monotone as he speaks. <laughs> I see. The thing is, I like his cadence. He sounds like a like he would be a territory wrestler. Yeah, like in the eighties. That's the thing. Born too late for this gimmick. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Like to the, say. the the name literally would be like, I could see him in Memphis, and he's the Hollywood guy, L.A. Knight, and like he's like the biggest heel there and Jerry Lawler beats him after like in a fucking one hour match the fireball or something and like he would be the like the biggest star over there now like it just doesn't it doesn't fit in with the whole NXT shtick that's going on it's kind of like like it's like EC3 it's like he was cool but it's like he didn't feel like it would be belong necessarily there mm-hmm. and I think if he gets moved up to the main roster that'd be a way better spot for him yeah you're I'm also- right it would be because more <laughs> money for my Pontiac Fiero. <laughs> uh, I own a Ford Focus. <laughs> okay. Saray versus Aiden Ramirez. Holy oh. shit. So they built this match up as like, it's like these two new stars. They both debuted and like got wins. Mm-hmm. Um, Saray just fucking kicked the shit out of her. Yeah. Then she'd get a couple moves in and then just kick the shit out of her. Yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. But Zeta Ramirez looked really good too. Like she could take a hell of a beating. Yeah, yeah. well, because I am uh, coming into it, I was like, "All right, is you know, Saray's gonna like it's gonna squash. It'll be like that's just what I thought was gonna happen." So I loved that it was a competitive match, I, and uh, yeah, like there, there, it wasn't that competitive. <laughs> I love it was not what I was expecting. It was more competitive. It was more it was of a match longer. than I was expecting. Yeah. It was longer than I was expecting <laughs> to give it. Yeah, yeah, because it's like Zayn would hit like a move or two and then just get cut off and get beat up. Yeah, hit a move or two, then just get fucking rocked. It was great, but. Man, I'm excited to see these new two, these two new people. Yeah, I mean, I know Saray is essentially a veteran, right? In other places, she's been other places. I mean, I wouldn't like uh, it's kind of what you consider a veteran. I mean, she's, I mean, she's a Joshi veteran in that yeah. she's older than 21. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking true. They retire when they are 28. That is the like 
standard Jesus. retiring age for for Joshi wrestlers. Yeah, um, but I also like that like it's like leading more to like Tony Storm and like Zoe Stark. They put that whole like feud in involved with it, so I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a tag team match here soon. Yeah, um, it's interesting that like um, Zoe Stark, Tony Storm is like in with this new crop of wrestlers. <sighs> to her own detriment, honestly, I feel like I I, I hate that Tony got beat. So, Tony, no, oh, it, it doesn't matter on that. Um, cause it, it's still real to me. Damn well, it. No, it's it's because it's all in service to this feud with Zoe Stark. Tony Storm is also very young, and I think we all forget that just because she's been on TV for forever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You know, for the last few years, she's been there. And so she's in, it's going to be Tony time. Don't worry. Yeah, I, 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 and I, I do believe that completely. I don't think Tony's, like, losing stock or anything. It's just, like, I just want to see her in more of a place where she's – at a higher prominence and she'll get there but yeah but what i enjoy about this new crop of wrestlers is like they're all really good where like zoe stark fucking came out of nowhere too because she did shit like in um like vegas like with the future stars of wrestling and just like some other random shit um and then it's like she shows up it's like oh you're already pretty good and then she's doing what like you need to do in developmental Mm -hmm. which is she gets better every match Mm -hmm. yeah and then there's people like Aaliyah yeah. who sat there for six years and, like, they're finally getting okay, like, that's, now. That's that's the comparison. It's like there's this new crop of people who are awesome when there's, like, Aaliyah there and, like, people who didn't really have time to develop. I will say the Robert mm-hmm. Stone brand is, like, my number two favorite <laughs> geeks under Everize. They yeah. should just join as one giant geek faction, mm. and I would be happy. Like – Robert Stone should sign Everize and then get annoyed by them. Like they are the only people who are so annoying that Robert, like even Robert Stone, finds. Annoying. Yeah, that would oh, be great. Finally, this guy's annoying. <laughs> Every time they talk, it's just so Canadian and grating. They do talk very Canadian. I love. I mean, I love it, but I can see why Robert Stone wouldn't. You know, I don't uh, appreciate when you say that like a derogatory term because if uh, Canada had a toilet bowl, it'd be the United States. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Matt. And uh, I know I'm sorry I'm a little bit hyped up here because I know we're moving soon. <laughs> but uh, you need to hurry up and pack faster my stuff because my jackets are still on the wall above yeah. above your marital <laughs> I know. You won't let me touch them generally, and then all of a sudden I'm, I'm in yeah, trouble when I don't I just, move them. I just tell you to put on the gloves. <laughs> and, you know, one thing that I really like about uh, – you know, people like Tony Storm is that she's uh, like me. She just makes everybody around her look really good in the ring because she's really good, like I was. <laughs> and you know, in that position, you just have to build new stars, which I always wanted to do, and that's why I always worked with Sean and Owen to try to build yeah, new stars. Because you were always so about putting over other people. It's I was. I don't. Totally, I, everyone I, I knows did, that about you. I made sure. I mean, even uh, El Dandy in WCW, I tried to make sure he looked good too. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing that Brett posted about of uh, the video that Brett posted of Owen for Owen's birthday was like heartbreaking because it's them as little kids like playing ping pong, mm-hmm. and it says like this is how I will always remember Owen. It's like, Jesus, Brett! <laughs> wow, yeah. Brett! God damn! <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, uh, that that is he's always just my little brother. Yeah. Also, that's why, um, Matt, you gotta still pack away the ping pong table I set up in uh, your house, dude. Yeah, and you also make me wear gloves when I touch that, and I just really don't understand. I really just think you should like, wear gloves all the time. Like snowboarding gloves. <laughs> yeah, they're really big. I can't grab things. I'm going to make them wear mittens next. <laughs> <laughs> just to pop the boys. Just to pop the It's just Zeno. <laughs> the boys in the back. <laughs> just my dog Zeno. He's the only one. Zeno will pop. Yeah, he will. 
Wendy's um, one of the boys. Yeah, Wendy is one of the boys. Wendy. <laughs> uh, Walter had a Zoom meeting with his uh, his. I like the little dissension people. shit. It's uh, nice. Um, I do too. This NXT, whoever sound mixing in NXT has been for about a year uh. now, <laughs> is just dropping the ball. Like you literally can't hear it. Like it was so. I was like, I couldn't tell if it was in German or bad. Like. Uh, they're missing all those full sale like audio engineering students right mm-hmm. now. Like I'm not even kidding. They totally, prob- yeah. They, they don't have a pe- are. They pr- That's honestly maybe what's and going they on just here. Got, like the one graduate guy that's like, uh, I'll guess I'll just stay on. I'll I'll go with you to the performance center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, it's fucking Drake Younger's fucking Drake, ba- <laughs> Drake Young's friend or whatever the fuck. I can never remember this goddamn ref's name. Who's on his Drake Wirtz? Drake Wirtz. Yeah, Drake Younger. Drake Wirtz. Younger. Yeah, yeah. Drake oh, Bell. it's the same guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Also, if you. If you ever like don't believe in the yes, like Bell. the it so being weird. realistic, <laughs> that got past me for a second. That um people would mi- wouldn't know that Clark Kent and Superman are the same person. Look at Walter in like in the ring and these kind of promos, and then watch the video of him that Corey Graves put up of them talking for his podcast because he looks like a different person just because he's out of character. Yeah, like he just looks like Anya it's described a great him interview as, by the way. Yeah, Anya described him as that guy that your friend is dating. Like that's what he just looks like. He just like looks like that guy your friend is dating. Like it's like yeah, we don't talk a lot. He's really into hunting. I've never really gone. I try to make pleasant conversation. He's nice. Like I don't know. I wouldn't mind hanging out with him, but don't try it. He always just wants to stay home. When I was training with my father, Ray Mysterio, we would be in the ring together, and he would try to teach me the six one nine. He couldn't do it because he hurt his knee. <laughs> I'm much too large. Six one nine. <laughs> six und nine. <laughs> Um, we had Blackheart and Moon versus the Way in the main event. Um, you didn't explain what happened before they came out. Oh, uh, oh my God! Frankie Monet's dog shit in the tank. Frankie Monet's dog shit in the tank, and playing, that is why I tune in. Playing uh, mind games. I, I I actually really like. This is why they lost. I I like what they're doing with Frankie Monet right now because like she went up to like Casey and Caden was super condescending. And like she goes up to everybody, just super condescending. I love it. She's playing herself turned up to eleven. Yeah, to- absolutely, absolutely. I kind of like when people are condescending to Casey Catanzaro now that I know she sucks. Yeah, same. Um, I yeah, I dude, a dog shitting in a tank like that is the kind of wrestling that I will tune in for. I also do enjoy. So like we can talk about the match, but it did end with a title change where the way now has some gold, and it's be potentially because. Johnny and fucking Austin aren't out there to interfere and cause distractions, you know. I don't think that's gonna be like a part of the story. I hope so. I hope it. I hope there's dissension at some point. I, not yet. It's far too. Fresh. I think it's. I think it's too good still. Like, and you don't yeah. want it to wear out its welcome. I mean, but they are kind of just now moving away from the Dexter Loomis and. Oh, uh, I don't think they no, are they're at not. All. Are they not? No, no. Dexter so, Loomis was yeah waiting outside of the locker room. Oh, that's okay. true. That's the, true. I usually hate the Loomis stuff. The Loomis stuff with Indy's great. That's a, it's usually pretty good, but just the fucking visual of him, just the creepiest fucking dude, not saying anything, not knocking, just standing there with the roses though. It's and so Candace's comedic timing weird. of like hiding the the picture and then like closing, go, the, blinds. closing the blinds all like, while like Indy's looking, not looking, looking there and looking at Indy and looking there and looking at Indy. She's great. That is really good. That's also, awesome. then Candace has a fucking heel. Like yeah. who would have fucking thought years ago? But like she's fucking killing it. That the yeah. best. The bet, the best heels in WWE right now are Candice LeRae, Sami Zayn, Bailey, Ro- Bailey, and Roman Reigns. <laughs> That's insane. That's wild. That is really wild. 
Um, and L.A. Knight, of course. Of course. Of and that's course. not an insult. That's a fact of life. That's a fact of life. You take the good, you take the best. So, it's L.A. Knight. I'm really glad Candace has a title, finally. Yeah. Also, I love that she used, like, what is it called? The Wicked Stepsister. Yo, which that, is the, that just a super dragon rocks. stomps. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Indy usually is really green. Like, greener than goose shit. Are you going to say the opposite of me? Um... What Indy usually is really green. No, I thought she this she was terrible in this match. I thought she was pretty good. She was fine. Okay. Pretty good in the ring. You would um, say. no, she's usually greener than goose shit. But when she did that fucking springboard elbow, that was really like good. yeah, like that it was, was sick. That like, was like Macho Man coming off the top. That was like baby. the easiest thing. I've, like she like it's like no effort. She's like oh easy springboard, great looking elbow. I got the fucking like length perfect. It went through. It's like what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, that was a good spot. It was just like out of nowhere. Um, I thought people were gonna die, mainly Shotzi. See, and that's mm. the thing. I don't like when Shotzi and Indy are working together. Shotzi's is, still green. Shotzi is really good with someone who can. Yeah, like she elevates to the, like the level of her competition. Mm-hmm. If she's against Candice, she'll like uh-huh. she can get up to Candice's level. She can't bring Indy up with her. And I totally. think Indy's good with the right person. Yeah, too. and then it's like Shotzi like just her style is very unorthodox as they'd say on commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and so she just does a lot of weird shit, but also when she went and did that fucking senton to try to go through the ladder, I'm like there's no way that's breaking cuz like she was like so flat with it. Mm. But um this match was built for her because it's just a fucking just shit show. They just did spots and they did moves and it was just crazy and it was it was really fun i really liked it mm-hmm. i think candace getting the win is huge um it's great for the way Shotzi and ember can like it can stay together split up they can they'll be fine either way yeah but i think the way really needed this one yeah and i i just wish candace had her own title uh but mm-hmm. yeah it's but also i, I like think she's really like you see on social media and stuff, she's like posts out of character a little bit. Like she's really enjoying elevating indie. Yeah, like, that's true. She's really enjoying. Yeah, this, and she's so. gonna end up being like the fucking head of NXT. Her and Johnny, <laughs> like they're like Triple H and Stephanie's kids. <laughs> oh my god, seriously, they are. I, I I'm I, just I... so proud of Candice LeRae. She's just you know badass. She goes out there, she just kicks ass. Yeah, like she's all a real the women, badass. Like all the women in NXT do. That's why Vic Joseph says it's the best of like the best women's division. She's the women's wrestling equivalent of a Lemmy riff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, she's not racist, though. <laughs> well, his riffs aren't racist. His riffs don't own Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> they do. I mean, he doesn't either. He's fucking dead. He's, I mean, yeah. Are you talking about my friend Lem? Yeah. Me and Lem would hang out. I usually don't drink, but he offered me a, a Jack and Coke, so I had one with him because you know, he's a legend. It was so funny. I watched a, uh, actually watched a clip I a couple weeks ago. I only days of spades. And <laughs> have you watched his funeral? That's what I was just about to say. Well, I watched the clip of Dave because Dave Grohl there. came up and gave the speech right after Triple H. So like the whole time Dave Grohl's being a fantastic storyteller, there's just this big ass title belt <laughs> yep. next, like right behind him for Lemmy. It's just like, what a fucking, <laughs> I mean, yes, Nazi sympathizer potentially. Potentially. I even knew that. <laughs> well, I mean, cause I watched that Lemmy doc and he's like, I don't, be- I, d- I don't believe in any of this stuff. I just, he basically just thought it looked cool, and yeah, so did that Zara Schreiber. That oh not, yeah, she just thought she likes history. I don't know, man. I just I I am I not know. A, I, uh, I and know. I know too. <laughs> I don't know who sympathizes with Nazis. I don't actually want to keep trying to defend that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'd yeah, like to. I'd like to. Max's favorite band, Screwdriver. Yeah. No. 
You're the screwdriver fan now. No! Yeah. Um, should we answer a question from Blur? I would love to. Yeah, okay. let's answer a question from Dr. Blur. We actually got three. Three questions. Um, Bryson is a fucker and didn't respond, so fuck you, Bryson. You're uninvited. Oh, damn. That's um, not restaurant quality, Bryson, I'll tell you that. Uh, what game have you beaten slash played more than any other game? Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. I, I, I the first this, I actually just beat the first game I have ever, I've beaten in a long time and it's Checkers. Mo- Mortal Kombat 11, but uh, I've probably played like either Oblivion or Skyrim the most of any game I've ever. Mm-hmm. Played. Morrowind is probably the game, it, Mar- or just Skate Three actually because oh, I just played man. that. Skate I just played three, that game yeah, idly, as far as like, like completing a game, probably Ocarina of Time. Oh uh, yeah, I've beaten that quite a few times. Yeah, and like played the most. No, it's still Super Mario Man, World over NBA Two K. Yeah, that's the game I've played the most. <laughs> yeah, Mar Marwind though I didn't beat until I was like getting rid of my original Xbox and was just like, oh, I'm gonna lose the save. I played it for five years before I beat the game. I don't, and like with those games, it's kind of hard to like. I don't know where you even say beat because it's like there's like the main quest, and I haven't played Marwind, but like uh, oh, it's the same way. Yeah, yeah, it's like there's like there's the main quest, but it's like you could just do so much fucking shit. Mm-hmm. There was like a day when I was playing the game. I was like, I'm just gonna walk around the entire map, like just to circle the whole map, and that's what I did for the next. Like, circle the sky. I love, I loved when that, when video games were like that, where I would just fucking be like, well, it's an, I'll just hang out in here for all day. Uh, um, what uh, what's the other one? I've been trying to actually beat L.A. Knight's game. No, I called the Facts of Life. I've been trying to beat Grand Theft Auto Five because I always get like halfway through and I've to like tried like four oh. or five times now, so I'm trying to actually beat the yeah, game. Yeah, I actually just, I I did back when it came out. And I, just so I can know how it ends and stop fucking playing it. You can just read about it online. You know? No, I don't do that shit, dude. I, I technically still don't know how the fucking Harry Potter series ends because I haven't watched that movie. I don't think I will. I think now. they all die or something. Well, some of them don't. That's the thing that I heard. They're like transphobic. That's what happens. <laughs> just in the book. In the the last book is just a lot of turfy fucking lectures. Well, I mean, one of her whatever detective novels straight up is. It, so. Yeah. Straight up has like tra- like the hero of your story being like super transphobic. Just be like, you're not a real woman biologically. <laughs> I'm the well, protagonist. Saying, saying you you don't want to go to prison. Things are bad for people like you there. Oh, yikes. Yep, to a trans woman. Ew. When I said people like you, I got in trouble for it. Oh, he, actually, the character even says not pre-op. Jesus. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Isai, how are you handling the Packers situation? It's fine. It's been <laughs> overblown. And, like, even Adam Schefter, like, started backpedaling a little bit. Everybody that's close to Rogers, as far as, like, his, like, that like teammates, former teammates and stuff are just saying, yeah, there is like a huge rift, but it's something that is still fixable. And so until 12 is not there, I am trying to look on the bright side because the day that it happened, I drank a lot. <laughs> I mean, I was going to anyways. <laughs> I, my day off was the next day. and It was the first time I had like a three day weekend, which I have now. Hell I, yeah. I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, that's it. And so I'm like, I'm going to fucking just eat some fucking food and, drink some beers and play some MLB the show and then instead I watched the draft and drank beers and was just on my phone just like Rogers don't do this to me couldn't agree more <laughs> yeah you should go to the Jets and um, show his dick show his dick to AEW reporter I can't remember her name right now um, neither can I the goddamn Jets remember uh, fucking Big Daddy <laughs> root beer rots your teeth <laughs> oh man that movie's fun as hell if only you could go play for the Sooners. <laughs> Hell of a quarterback. No um, Sam Bradford, though. 
What is better, a big fluffy dog or a big fluffy cat? Dog. I, you know, I'm a cat boy through <sighs> and through. A big fluffy dog, I appreciate more than a big fluffy cat. I don't, man. That's tough. I'm, uh, I'm a more of a dog person. Um, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like a like a big fluffy cat, but I'd rather have a cat that's not fluffy. Yeah. Uh, I like I like a long haired cat. Uh, I also like a big fluffy dog. Big fluffy animal versus short hair animal. I'll just take big fluffy. I, mean, I, I have mm. to say it too with Abby. So right, right, mm, true. I got true, your back, true. Abby. Mm-hmm. Abby rocks. Dog. Like when dogs like get a bath and get blow dried, and they're like big fluffy dogs. Yeah, the best. Yeah, we took the dogs to the dog park yesterday, and I ran into a big old fluffy clean boy, and it was just oh, it was the best. He smelled I, good. I when I was a little little kid, we had a Newfoundland, and Ooh, like yeah. when he'd get a bath. Be, I was terrified of him. His name yeah. was Caspian. Because he's bigger than a child. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He was like t- three times my size. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Is that all the questions? That's all the questions. All right, bye, fuckers. Yeah. yeah. See ya, fuckers. Yeah, this is, um, maybe we'll go- return to the studio. We don't know. We'll talk about things later. Yeah, yeah we'll, um, we'll, we won't figure out those logistics in front of your ears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll probably won't figure it out until like Thursday or Friday. Yeah. But um, thank you so much for listening. We really, really I appreciate, appreciate you letting me into your homes tonight. <laughs> and um, let me grace your ears. Stick around for Tarzan here on uh, TNT. <clears throat> uh, stick around. Rush Hour 3 is going to be on. With, with MSK in it. MSK's <laughs> in there. Check out Limited Commercial Interruption or Rampage. <laughs> How come they can have fucking Limited Commercial Interruption? This goddamn show can't. God damn it. They're, they're all gathering for dives again. Uh, you're right, Joe. You're right, truly are wallowing in the pits of avarice. <laughs> uh, uh, Jake, are you still just trying to get right? Just trying to get right in the pits of avarice. I'm just yeah, trying to watch a goddamn wrestling match and then they break into flips and flops. <laughs> and uh, WrestleBoys316 says, Sauce it. Your whole life, I've got a story to tell. Look in the mirror and what do you see? Your whole life, trying to impress your friends. But after death, what's next? Money? Power? fame a cool job nice clothes but after death where will all that go and that's not an that insult was, that's a fact of life <laughs> that was that was for you say well, is that from fucking was that from is that from fucking is that from fucking fast and furious it's from my children my bride <laughs> oh, mcmb i see headshot nice halo 